0: Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation. Here is your host, Clip Brock.
2: Hello and welcome in to this Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. We're on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250-930. We are online, PR927FM.com, and you can watch the show on Facebook Live. And on YouTube, coming up on today's show. Well, you found us in the middle of a watch along. We're watching East Carolina take on Liberty. 739 left to go in the game. Pirates are down seven. It has been a rough second half for East Carolina trying to make a late push here and get back in this game and turning the ball over will not help that out. So we will watch the rest of this one talk about it. Coming up later this hour, we'll talk to the voice of Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium and Menjeet's Coliseum, Morgan Ehlers. He'll join us on the Pirate Radio Live line at 4 o'clock. We got our NFL picks, and we will try to catch up on everything going on in the NFL right now as games are being moved around. It was scheduled to have two games on Saturday. Now there's only going to be one. We're going to have two games on Monday and at least one game on Tuesday. So we'll uh, talk about the NFL schedule COVID uh, running rampant in the NFL and all across the uh, sports leagues, professional and college. I'll turn that off real quick. Uh, Also on today's show at 5 o'clock, East Carolina Offensive Coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick will join us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. We'll catch up with the ECU OC, look back at the season, talk Boston College and more. It's not a good shot. And then we will talk to Greeny, Mark Greenheld, Golf Shop Radio Show will join us in Hour 3 as well. Also, we're opening up the treasure chest in the second hour and the third hour of today's show, so stick around for that. Did I mention Tony Dunn will be here Hour 2? We'll make our picks and talk NFL. I think I did. All right, so uh, Shirley Rhodes is here. But Shirley, you're, you're welcome to come join us. We need to obviously go to breaks, but if you want to sit here until then, you can. Uh, but hello. Hello. How are you? Stressed. It was a long sigh.
3: Well, you were talking about the NFL games. Well, the the thing is, is that that Raiders Browns game is is one of the games that we were supposed to carry tomorrow. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to figure out exactly how we're going to set everything up uh, for the games on Saturday. So I'm trying to. Ten four. Yeah. Ten four. So.
2: Understood. Uh, CJ Schaefer here in studio. Money.
3: Oh. The a, pirates are now within four of liberty. Ha! That was a big three. Six oh nine left to go in the game.
4: Charlie, you can be sitting over there watching. You can be sitting over there watching the game. I did not have a good vantage point from where I'd be sitting. No, the, you'd uh, have to leave the door. Open
2: you're in to the Dana Snyder seat. obstructed view seats over there. From your, uh, your. Post. It
3: does hurt my neck to do this, though.
2: My neck. How about your back? What about Uh, your your achy, breaky heart? My neck and
3: my back. Chandler
2: Honeycutt here looking good today on a Friday. Nice flex by CJ, by the way, wearing the ECU alumni shirt on Mm -hmm. graduation Happy
4: graduation day, all graduates.
2: Uh, Congratulations to you. What are you
4: doing, Tristan?
2: East Carolina trailing Liberty. 59-55, 535 left to go. It'll be Liberty ball after this timeout. Great first half for the Pirates. As I was worried they would come out. Flat after the long layoff, hmm, but they came way. out hot, and uh, now they're flat here in the second half. It has been a bit of a tale of two halves for ECU. Although they have cut a what was it nine at the most? Eight, I know. It I was think nine. It was nine. It was
5: fifty-nine of the fifty. It was the the guy for uh, f- for Liberty that's really been hot all day. It's McGee. Three's McGee. For McGee. Three. Three's McGee is hot and uh, put up. Put the Liberty up on top wow. by nine, but Pirates trying to climb back in it, uh, get five quick points, and now they're only down by four. Pirates were plus three going into this game.
2: That is correct.
4: Right before we went on, right before we started the show, we were that's when we were down nine, and I was thinking, because we'd gone like four or five minutes in a row without a field goal, I believe it was looking kind of bleak.
2: Was that the end of the sentence?
4: Yeah. I like no, right, felt like that was more coming. Well, I... There probably was, was but there there was, but a graphic came up on there. I started
2: reading. I trailed off. I think he left me on a semicolon there. I don't Uh know if that was a period. Uh To be continued, is a dunk. Liberty. That
5: is a freshman mistake by our guy, Brandon Johnson, leaving that, you kind of forgetting that guy was behind him and he
2: streaks to the basket. He's wide open. Dunk. And then some Eastern European looking dudes yelling for Liberty. (laughs) Who, by the way, are they wearing the New York Liberties jerseys? When did they get blue? I know Liberty as red and maybe a dark blue. I don't know where they got these colors from, but anyway.
5: You know what's funny to me about basketball? What? Happens. Tell me what's funny. It, 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 funny how?
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be funny, y'all.
5: Um, but like when players shoot a three or maybe any kind of basket and running back down the court, they'll show them. They'll pan to them, and like they're pointing. Like what are they pointing at? <laughs>
6: I mean, that was funny and, and,
5: and while i'm on the topic airplane food <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh so this is part of your st- your bit your yeah. routine no but it's what are you scary. talking about
5: so like whenever say a guy shoots the three
2: does he make it makes it they're pointing out yeah you guard that guy i got yeah i know but like what would you then do what you,
5: i would i would be like i know what i'm doing well don't, don't point at me
2: okay hopefully you get yanked out of the game
4: <laughs>
5: nah man don't tell me what to do I'll guard who I want to guard
2: <laughs> I'll
4: guard your man
2: <laughs> I'll guard you uh, <laughs> every... you're right that is funny uh, what would you do if you made a three in today's college basketball because there's got to be something
5: find somebody and do our handshake yeah, every time you gotta run, get back on to defense no, no no
4: no run to the bitch. you're not a fan of the Carmelo Anthony three to the I, head I, I, love, love, I that. love that
2: I, I do love that um, you, you can always go sleeve three. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, my God. Let's leave this guy wide open to bury McGee. a three in the corner.
5: Three's McGee. Puts him up by seven. Wait. No, six. Excuse
2: me. That can't be right. We were only down three. We were
5: pushing. Click I, I feel we were like pushing.
2: A, is that true? I feel like this, there's a snafu there scoring somewhere. Either way, 420 left to go. ECU needs a miracle. not really a miracle, but it just feels (laughs) slow down. It feels that way the way this game has been going. As J.J. Miles fires That's, up, there's a prayer. no reason for this.
5: This shot selection in the second half really hasn't been the best for the Pirates either. Mm-hmm. And they they haven't just been missing; they've been missing poorly.
2: Well, they much. showed that stat. Uh, C.J. Liberty is what like fifth in the nation.
4: Yeah, fourth, uh, fourth. I think it was 54.4 opponent points per game.
2: Yeah. So ECU has gone over what Liberty usually allows. But uh, here is another dagger. Threes, McGee.
4: Worst part about that one, that was a pretty good closeout.
2: Yeah, but this dude's... <laughs> 3 has been a pain in our side all day. He's just jacking them, and he drills that one. And Liberty with their biggest lead of the game at 10. Uh, this is the first of a quadruple header at beautiful Spectrum Center. The Bonnies of St. Bonaventure taking on Virginia Tech next, and it'll be Richmond, NC State, and Charlotte Wake in the nightcap all right, we got some major NFL stuff going on. Let's just look at Adam Schefter's timeline, and hopefully it'll He's had a busy day up. today. So all this came out. We started to see signs earlier in the afternoon, but this all came out within the last, like, 30, 30 minutes or so. So Raiders at Browns was supposed to be the afternoon game on Saturday, and it was uh, – it was going to be a pretty good doubleheader until all the Browns players were basically out. And that kind of left us with the Raiders being favorites on the road at Cleveland. But now, so Raiders at Browns is moving from Saturday to Monday at 5 o'clock. So you've got a Monday doubleheader. The other game on Monday is Vikings-Bears, and that'll be at the regular eight twenty time. So you'll have a 5 o'clock game on Monday and then the regular time slot eight twenty Vikings Bears on Monday. Washington. Well, okay. Uh-huh. We've got two Tuesday night games. What's the second? Seahawks at Rams switched to Tuesday, oh, according to Adam Schefter. I didn't know that. At seven o'clock. And we're also seeing, and I Schefter has not said this is official yet, but I saw it somewhere. Washington will play Philadelphia on Tuesday. So, I believe, you. unless you're in local markets, you're not going to be able to see these games. I guess if you've got Sunday ticket, you'll be able to watch them as standalone games. But I don't know. How, I can't remember how the TV stuff works with, when they uh, make these schedule changes. So, doubleheader Monday, doubleheader Tuesday. Or not really a doubleheader, because they're going on at the same time. Two games Tuesday... And then uh, that means just one game coming up on Saturday night. It'll be a good one between the Colts and the Patriots. Now, everybody is – I haven't even began to read into it and understand everything that's happening here. But now you've got – there are a lot of people upset with the NFL. And I don't know if it has to do – I think it has more to do with the, the testing policy that's in place with vaccinated players and everything. Uh, about what's going on i don't know if it's It's the
5: argument that vaccinated players should not have to be tested
2: yeah maybe so and maybe i i don't know man I, i don't i don't know how it all how it's all done yeah exactly um i do know this eagles fans are upset because washington taylor heineke went into COVID protocols today so Washington signed Garrett Gilbert, and he was expected to be the starting quarterback Former Panther on Sunday. I don't know what this means for Tuesday. Can guys test out of it? Will they get Heineke or Allen or somebody back? I don't know. But uh, it was supposed to be Garrett Gilbert on Sunday. So obviously that's why Eagles fans are mad because they're like, wait a minute. Why are we moving these games around? I thought we weren't going to move games around. If I was a Washington fan... And the Eagles have we're down to like twenty four players. I would want to play on Sunday, so I understand their frustration. But anyway. Uh this game is getting out of hand, especially if this dude ma- oh,
4: oh, get that did they call a foul.
2: Oh my god. They
5: said
4: he reached around.
2: It's Tristan Newton with a like foul. A reach around to me? Look, I've seen reach arounds before, folks. That was not a reach around.
4: Mm-hmm. Reach mean, around expert, would you
2: say? I mean, I don't know about expert. It is
5: crazy what those eyes have
2: seen. Let's just say veteran. And then th-
5: that was, I
4: don't... Uh,
2: bought on law. on law. Pirates down 10, 301 left. This is, uh, is going to be disappointing because this was a lot like the uh, Davidson game, mm-hmm. right? Yep. yep. Pirates winnable game. nice big early lead yep. up at the half. Felt good at the half. And just completely collapse in the... Uh, the second half
5: both of those well this is about to be a tough loss but both of those losses uh you know neutral site
2: that is correct chandler that is correct and also is a turnover east carolina is about to move to oh and three when they face teams that uh are favorites in the game when the pirates are underdogs they have lost every game they've played when the pirates are favorites they have won every game they've played was that a good point
5: that is a great point, and thanks for pointing that out.
2: You got it. The pointer. I am the pointer.
5: All right. so I got some news with the Carolina Panthers, by the way. Um, and we'll, we can talk about this more with Tony Dunn coming up. But uh, Matt Barkley, who I forgot we had on the team, has uh, apparently been reported to be on the COVID list. They have quarantined away from P.J. Walker all week. Uh, so just in case P.J. Walker is no is a no go for Sunday against the Bills, Reggie Bonifant, who we just signed from the practice squad, Reggie Bonifant was a good contributor last year, a couple of years ago for the Panthers at running back. He is a uh, he has been put down as a emergency quarterback along with D.J. Moore and Brandon Silstra. Uh, so basically a break glass in case of emergency type of situation for the Carolina Panthers. Wait, so
2: who's the starter? Cam Newton. And what about P.J.? P.J.'s in quarantine right now. All right. And due to COVID tracing. All right. Contact tracing. So who's the backup?
5: The backup with... Reggie Bonifon, Basically. <laughs> yeah. Now, now get this. Reggie Bonifon was a quarterback in college at Louisville.
4: Hmm. Ooh. If there's... You said contract, contact tracing, though, right? Mm-hmm. He's not... He doesn't have it? No, I mean... So he if he tests kept, negative a couple been, times, been, he can...
5: They, they've kept Cam and pj separate all okay. week uh just in case pj did get
2: which is not what they do on game day and on game day they put them both in didn't matt rule say somebody wanted to keep the two quarterback system thing going yeah, look i don't
5: i don't want to talk about you that brought guy. it up i know i don't want to talk about that guy
4: how yeah. far off the rails is this matt rule train anyway
2: <laughs> it's getting there about baby. as far as this basketball game got Oof. Uh, what was this? A three-point game a few minutes ago? Pirates trail <laughs> now 57. by eleven. Correct me if
5: I'm wrong, but the pirates you're were wrong. up six oh, at no. some point in this
2: game. No, you're right. right. They were up eight more than that. early. Yeah, maybe ten. Uh, and it got away. I mean,
5: pirates were hot to start the game. Vance Jackson with a couple of threes uh, to get things started. And
2: nice shove.
5: He's been very, very quiet.
2: All right. Half. 137 left east carolina's gonna lose this game that sucks
5: that stinks
2: it's a bad way to start a friday show oh,
5: that stinks
2: luckily we've got uh, a lot more fun stuff to get to including a treasure chest giveaway in hour two and hour three of today's show a lot of nfl talk we'll make our picks and donnie kirkpatrick joins us coming up later on in the show let's take our first time out we will come back when we return, uh, we'll see if we can check in with Morgan Ayler's as he'll join us to talk Pirate Hoof, Pirate Football, and more. Back with more on Pirate Radio Live we're on a Friday after this. <laughs>
0: Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Need some beer for the weekend? Well, the Jarvis Street Bottle, uh, bottle Shop near Christie's Euro Pub is a specialty shop selling craft, domestic, and import brews, along with wine and growlers. The bottle shop offers monthly beer and wine table featuring rotating North Carolina craft brewery, breweries along with live music and discounts. Stop by Tuesday through Sunday or check out the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Rock.
2: All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. A uh, bit of a bummer to start this Friday show. East Carolina is going to lose to Liberty. Tristan Newton at the line to shoot Free throws here as the Pirates are down by 12 with eight seconds left to go, and uh, once again, strong start to the game for East Carolina was worried about them coming out flat after a long layoff. uh Well, the opposite happened. They started the game out great and really struggled down the stretch uh, and in the second half. And Liberty is going to walk away with the victory. Liberty about to move to 7-4 and four on the year. East Carolina about to move to 8-3. and three. Their next game Tuesday at noon against Southern Miss, and then conference play will begin after Christmas on the 29th against Wichita State in Mengees Coliseum. So Pirates have been perfect at home. They'll try to keep that going on Tuesday. Pirates uh, have lost uh, three games away from Mengees Coliseum, now 1-3. and three away from the friendly confines see if uh do we got morgan can we get morgan Charlie?
3: oh yeah uh give me just a second here.
2: all right see if we can hook up with morgan ehlers uh we got a lot of uh nfl to get to with the scheduling we talked about it a moment ago but washington and philadelphia are going to play on tuesday and the raiders browns game has been moved to monday as part of a double header we have another tuesday game as well and that was rams and seahawks so two games coming up on tuesday uh rodney mcleod is a player for the eagles he says so we have to suffer and compromise our schedule because of another team's mistake makes sense shaking my head so you're going to see a lot of this from teams and fans from the eagles and uh although i don't i mean it's i don't know if it's washington's mistake necessarily i I don't understand mistake it's just it's washington's issue right now um it's not like they had a covid party and you know spread it on purpose but anyway do we got morgan all right we got morgan Ayers. morgan disappointed here on a friday another ecu basketball loss away from home how you doing today buddy
7: I am doing good, Clipster. It was a tough one for the Pirates up to be at halftime. I think they fall by 10, but it got up to 12, 13, 14 in the second half, and it's a tough one. But uh, hopefully the Pirates can learn from it, move, learn something from it, move on, and have a good game Tuesday.
2: Yeah, ugly stuff there. Pirates will be back uh, at it Tuesday against Southern Miss, and uh, then, as I said, start league play coming up on the 29th. Uh, Morgan getting ready for the Military Bowl, and East Carolina will be taking on Boston College. Uh, First bowl game, by the way. Quick look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update. Uh, Middle Tennessee pulling off uh, an upset right now. They are up 11 on Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl, and I believe uh, Jonathan Ellerby got us kicked off by picking middle tennessee to win that game so we are about to go 1-0 and on 40 bowls in 14 days that's exciting morgan got uh two games today and uh a slate coming up on saturday how many of these uh these bowl games you think you're gonna keep an eye on as we lead up to the military bowl
7: i watch every minute of every college football game
2: <laughs> okay now be honest with me uh, <laughs> if, if you're around the TV, it might be on. It's great background noise, right?
7: Yeah, you know, I, I keep an eye on them. Uh, some of the games, like I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that Toledo and uh, Western <laughs> Middle Tennessee were even playing. Oh, okay, Middle Western. They're in the middle. Think about this. Think, think about this. They're in the freaking Bahamas. Yeah. Where would you rather be right now, Middle Tennessee and Toledo, or the
2: Bahamas? I mean, what a trip for them. We'll talk to Donnie Kirkpatrick later in the show, Morgan, but he uh, has said in the past that if you don't go to the college football playoff or a New Year's Six Bowl game, you want to go to Hawaii. I think you can throw Bahamas in there as well. These are uh, great treats for the uh, players and fans.
7: Oh, yeah, it'd be fantastic, but uh, we're going to have a fun trip coming up uh, to Annapolis.
2: That is correct.
7: It's not going to be 85 degrees. It's going to be 44 and partly cloudy.
2: Yeah. Hey. Well, a beautiful day in Annapolis, Maryland. Beautiful day. Yeah. Morgan, uh, how about the team right now? Sounds like uh, the players have been allowed to go hang out with their families here since they're going to spend Christmas on the road. Uh, they're going to get some time with their families before Christmas. As this has been a, a long lead up to this game, Morgan, and still, uh, still a ways to go. So they don't want to, I guess, you know, overwork them or or go BC too heavy because you, you still got a long time before this thing kicks off.
7: Yeah, it's just the way the college football season and the bowl season is. Most of these teams ended uh, maybe the last week in November, and you know you've got three, four, five weeks sometimes of when you're getting ready to play. And, and the championship games, think about that—they almost have a full month between games. With the uh, the conference championship games were on, I think uh, December the fourth, and they're going to be playing New Year's Eve. So that's going to be a long time. And you know, I'm excited for the team and for the players. They've been working hard. I think it's Given the coaching staff a, a really added boost when they're on the recruiting trail, uh, when they were able to go out and talk to the recruits and, and locking some of these guys down. Because there were a lot of the guys that, that signed with East Carolina this year that some of these uh, Power 5 schools made a big push to get. And uh, I think a big key in that was East Carolina has turned turned a corner and we're, we're bowling this year. and uh, The future is bright, and I think that's really a big selling point for Coach Houston and staff.
2: And, Morgan, you had National Signing Day on Wednesday. The early signing period began in East Carolina, bolstering their offensive line with a transfer and uh, some high school players as well. And we're talking about this with Igo the other day. You bring in those new guys. You bring in one guy you expect to – one or two guys you expect to be ready right away. But you're also getting, you know, hopefully Bailey Malovic back from injury, Rob Vanderland, who hadn't been able to play, back from injury. So you're losing some up front. You're getting some back. And that's just something  – they, they want to stockpile, kind of like they've done with the defensive line. A lot of guys rotating in and out there. They want to be able to go too deep at the O-line. That's a difficult ask for just about every school in the country outside of uh, a few of the big boys. But that O-line, tough to build. Mike Houston and company uh, doing their best to do that here.
7: They are. and I, it's, it, it would not surprise me within the next 45, 60 days to see um, them bring in one to two more. Quality guys, some transfers maybe in the portal. I know that there's a couple that that have been talked about that want to get into spring ball and get into the spring semester, and they're going to have to make a decision pretty quick if they want to do that. You know, if they're going to sit out and
6: and
7: the whole spring semester, you know, then you can make your decision and and wait and go visit wherever. But, you know, the dead periods in, in place right now, these guys can't go visit different schools. So there's going to be some players that are going to have to make decisions just based on phone calls, Zoom calls, and Whatever, and uh, the Briggs kid out of New Mexico, he'd be a great giddy. I think we're in his final three between us, Texas A&M, and Syracuse, and he hasn't been able to visit the other two places. So that's where East Carolina's in the, in the driver's seat, so to speak. But, you know, hopefully we can get him or get somebody else in that caliber that can really come in and, and get that extra experience that the Pirates need because this was an, another example of a year that, you know, Bailey goes down in the first game. I think uh, Vandalin goes down in week three or four. And those are two guys that you counted on being in your top eight rotation, and they weren't there. So hopefully the Pirates can get somebody like that in in addition to more, and uh, it'll be a big boost for the Pirate offense.
2: Morgan Aylers joining us today on the Pirate Radio live line. We got Donnie Kirkpatrick coming up at 5 o'clock and talk more uh, ECU with him. Morgan, uh, some NFL news and notes. All right, so we got the schedules changing. There was supposed to be a doubleheader tomorrow raiders browns has been moved from saturday to monday at five o'clock that will game that game will be shown on nfl network so that game monday at five on nfl network you'll have your regular monday night game minnesota chicago later that night on espn uh it looks like that washington philly has been moved to tuesday Rams seattle as well it says uh fox plans to show nfl games nationally on all affiliates on Tuesday night, part of the country getting Washington Eagles. I'm thinking we'll get that. Uh, Rams Seattle will be uh, also shown. And the game not aired in your market will be available on Sunday ticket. So we've answered the questions on if these games will be shown or not. But starting to see uh, this rescheduling, postponement thing going on uh, across pro sports, Morgan.
7: Yeah, I I, I, I hate it. I. I... Yeah. I just, I think the personally, this is just Morgan's opinion for what it's worth, and it's probably not worth a whole lot. The COVID is going to be like the flu; it's not going to ever go away, and you're just going to have to do your best to to vaccinate yourself or, you know, prevent yourself from getting it. And if you do get it, you know, I, I don't know. I just that's just my opinion. I think we're getting the, the herd immunity part of it a little bit more, and. You can get it, but not be real sick from it. And from what I've gathered in the NFL, especially, it was like out of the cases that have been uh, positive, uh, was it 85% or asymptomatic, they're fine. They just tested positive for it. And, you know, that's, I don't know, it's a lot better than it was a year ago. Because when you got it a year ago and I got it, it, was, it, it stunk for a week or so. I mean, it was it was miserable.
2: Well, we'll see if the the guidelines change in these sports. Looks like the NFL is kind of moving the goalposts a little bit about how they're going to handle this thing moving forward. Already with postponing games and you know guys trying to test out of it and all that. So anyway, it's uh, it stinks. I hate that it's uh, it's you know I hate here period obviously, but now it's uh, affecting these sports, these uh, schedules and all that moving forward. We've seen a lot of college basketball games. Uh, postponed in fact it was supposed to be ucla versus uh help me out north carolina and then kentucky ohio state i think those were going to be the matchups uh, those two games postponed and now I believe Kentucky's going to play North Carolina so it's good to see that uh, rescheduling can happen on the fly. We saw this last year and we might be seeing that again. Uh, Shirley let's hit uh, let's hit a 40 bowls in 14 days for Morgan Aylers and have him make a pick for us here on this Friday. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Whoa. I, get,
7: I get to do that. I get to do that.
2: Well you get to do what? Get to
7: make a pick Yeah make a pick. Sure. I've never made a pick.
2: Yeah you have. No, I haven't. All right. Well, you do right now.
1: I'm roll it, Cheryl. Forty bowls (laughs) in fourteen days. Fourteen days. Fourteen days. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Oh my goodness. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen days. Fourteen days. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen days.
6: Bowls! 14 days! 40 Bowls! 14 days! 40 Bowls! 14 days! 40 Bowls! 40 bowls. 14 days!
1: All right, Morgan Aylers, it
2: is, uh is, let's see, you might have been to this bowl game in the past. Morgan, you ever been to the Liberty Bowl when the Pirates played? Yes, I have. You got any good, uh, like Brian Bailey, Silky O'Sullivan stories or anything? What happens in Memphis? (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're a good friend, Morgan. All right, Liberty Bowl coming up December twenty eighth, six forty five on ESPN. You got Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, seven and five Mississippi State versus six and six Texas Tech Liberty Bowl, Morgan Ayers. Who wins it?
7: I'm going with uh, the Bulldog Pirate, Mike Leach.
2: Got to go with Mike Leach here. Yeah.
7: I just think that you give him this much time to come up with something offensively, and he's going to be able to work it. Texas Tech, they've had a, a pretty decent season this year. They've had a little bit ups and downs and had some injuries along the way that hurt them. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm Mike Leach is just crazy enough he's liable to come out and do a – you know, a quite zipple reverse on the first play. And, you know, I don't even know that's a word, but I just like watching him coach. He's just a fruitcake. And that's, you know,
2: that's cool. So that's your first pick you claim on 40 bowls in 14 days, right?
7: I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm just all right. Fact, I don't think. Well,
2: I'll tell you what, surely.
7: If I, if I screw it up, is that it? I'm done.
2: No, because guess what? Hit the music again, Shirley. We're gonna knock out another one right now. Let's go. Oh, nine, four. Forty bowls in fourteen
1: days. Fourteen <laughs> days. Fourteen days. We got a lot of games to Forty bowls pick. in fourteen days. Oh my still got, like, goodness. Three full sheets. 40 of games. bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen days. Fourteen days. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen, 14
6: days. Fourteen days! Forty bowls! Fourteen days! Forty bowls! Fourteen days! Forty bowls! Fourteen days! Hello, football! Fourteen
2: days! All right, Morgan, let's go out to San Diego. The rock gods love football. <laughs> Morgan, you're a music guy. What's the best concert you ever went to?
7: Oh, best concert I ever went to. Uh, probably went in their heyday, I did see uh, ACDC. Oh, wow. When I was younger. Where was that at? Put on a really good show. That was in Raleigh, I believe. No, no, excuse
2: me, it was in Greensboro. Awesome. All right. Greensboro. Rocking out to some ACDC.
7: Security, which were pretty cool.
2: So. Good deal. Good stuff. All right, Holiday Bowl. This one's known for putting up uh, a lot of points, some fireworks, and uh, that could be the case when UCLA takes on NC State. Coming up 8 o'clock on Fox on December 28th. Good matchup, uh, Chipper, uh, taking on NC State here, Morgan. This is a good game. Uh, who you got in this matchup?
8: Uh, I think
7: it will be a good game. I think it'll be a high scoring game. The over under in that game probably is going to be pushing 70. Um, if state's defense can uh, can play like they've played at times this year, I think that uh, they can shut down UCLA. But if state's defense plays the defense they played like against Wake Forest, you know, I think UCLA is going to win this one. Uh, I think it's going to go down late in the game. And I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to say that the difference in this game is going to be the (laughs) Ruffinator.
2: Yeah, this is why I like doing this. Everybody has A a lot of people don't know even the two schools playing, so that makes it fun. Uh, And interesting to hear Morgan's decision. So you're saying Ruffin McNeil is the difference, and you're taking NC State because of that?
7: Ruffin McNeil will be the difference. He's going to love them up late in the fourth quarter. (laughs) And then uh, he's going to have a question, and he's going to Google it up. Google it up. And then uh that he's gonna call the play into Doran and Ruff's gonna be at the end end of the place and yeah, I think I think Ruff's the difference in the game.
2: What a breakdown from Morgan Aylers. That's why he's the best in the biz and we have him on forty bowls in fourteen days. Morgan, uh you gonna be there Tuesday afternoon in Minji's Weird start time for the Pirates at noon.
7: Yeah, twelve o'clock. It uh is a weird start time. I, I originally saw the schedule for Tuesday and I'm like, man I you know I do tiebreakers trivia and on tuesdays and play the buck on tuesday nights i'm like man i'm gonna miss a gig again but it's 12 o'clock i'm saying yeah i can do that
2: so you got triple header gigs oh, coming up tuesday watch The NFL. now apparently we can we can watch the nfl too I'm holy kidding. crap what a tuesday this is gonna be one of the best two days tuesdays of all time morgan yeah it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome uh kenny curlings has a question pretty invasive although i ask you every friday he says what is uh morgan doing this weekend what are you doing morgan
7: Morgan is, has a—I'm uh, actually on the way to Durham right now, pulling into Durham. have a gig up here. And then uh, tomorrow night, I will be back in Kenny Curling's Neck of the Woods at uh, Market Street Pub playing out there tomorrow night from 10 to 1. All right. And he better bring his uh, his uh, non-alcoholic self uh, to the pub tomorrow night.
2: Way to, uh, to get that plug in. Also— um, Morgan, were you at Dottie Ficklin earlier today? I saw a picture of you and the fam.
7: Well, apparently, if you saw a picture, yeah, I was. Holden graduated uh, today. Hey,
2: look, so things good. can be photoshopped, Morgan. So I always have to ask, you know.
7: Yeah, no, with my big old self, it's that's a lot of space to Photoshop.
2: <laughs> Congratulations to uh, Holden and the fam, Morgan. Great stuff there.
7: Yeah, that was that was really cool. It's been a be- it's been a very good week with uh, Peyton getting married last weekend, and that was a great time and i've got to show you some videos of that party that was a lot of fun. all
2: right I look forward to that
7: yeah, but can't post them but we can show them so uh but then yeah holton graduating very proud of the hard work he's done and uh Winstead winston was there xavier was there uh, you know it was it was really a cool deal
2: good stuff morgan uh thanks for joining us bud have a great weekend we will talk to you again soon Thanks,
7: man. Appreciate it. You guys have a safe weekend.
2: Later on, buddy, there's Morgan Aylers joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line here. Hour one of Pirate Radio Live. Just to reset, four o'clock, Tony Dunn. We'll talk NFL. uh, Keep you up to date on all the changes going on in the schedule. We'll make some picks. Also, we'll open up the treasure chest in hour number two of today's show. Hour three, Donnie Kirkpatrick at five. We'll open up the treasure chest and talk to Mark Greenheld's Golf Shop Radio Show. So that is what is left on the program today. Uh what time the Bonnie's tipping off? Four o'clock, Chandler, is that right? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. We got a source inside Spectrum Center that says there's a lot of Bonnies fans. I remember when the Bonnies played in that tournament, ECU was in Myrtle Beach. They were in Charleston, the uh, St. Bonaventure. They brought a ton of fans there. So The Bonnies travel. And uh tough uh, game coming up, good one between the Bonnies and Virginia Tech. I believe that's gonna be on ESPN too. So we are uh we're hammering the bonnies baby hammer down bonnie's bonnie's money line it's
5: time to hammer down
2: let's go all right so we'll uh be keeping an eye on that congratulations to middle tennessee your bahamas bowl champions congratulations to jonathan ellerby and the show we are one and oh nice on our 40 bowls in 14 days pick congratulations ellerby great call
5: just did a double (laughs) whammy with uh morgan ayler's
2: yeah, uh, we got to get these these picks out there. Let's see. I still got, and I skipped over Military Bowl. I don't know what we're going to do with that one. Um, maybe we'll have Holt Nailers pick that one on Monday. Okay. And see which like way that. he goes. I like that. Uh, we've still got, can you do a count for me? I'm going to name the bowls. Okay. Can you count them? Fenway Bowl, Pinstripe Bowl, Cheez-It Bowl, Alamo Bowl, Duke's Mayo Bowl, Music City Bowl, Las Vegas Bowl gator bowl gator bowl i said i hope that didn't mess up your count sun bowl arizona bowl outback bowl citrus bowl texas bowl peach bowl fiesta bowl rose bowl sugar bowl orange bowl cotton bowl
5: that's it yeah 19 bowls left
2: holy crap and we got four shows left so we're gonna have 40 to, uh,
1: bowls and for 19 bowls in four days we'll four knock out days.
2: probably a couple with tony dunn we'll do one with greenie later and then next week we're gonna have to hit it heavy and uh hot and heavy
5: all right let's take to have it. to hammer down
2: hammer down we'll take a time out come back more to go on pirate radio live after this
0: Welcome to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Uh, vacation spots are right here in your very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also cabins that can be rented with Wi Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Barrett.
9: Yesterday,
2: I told you about my new favorite player in the NFL, John Toth. Fifth string center for Washington, who could be playing on Tuesday night when they play the Eagles um who
3: is also a plus size model
2: he moonlights as a plus size model and today my dreams come true because i am a plus size model check him out i'm wearing oh. the shirt strike a pose my friend this new shirt how do you do a pose <laughs> what, what pose should i do
3: Oh, you, uh, uh, you have oh. to put your uh, hip slightly forward with your hand on your hip. Oh. No, 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 no. To the side. <laughs> hey. Turn it to the side. No. Oh, my God. Hold on.
5: Hey, do, <laughs> the, uh, do the pointer. You have, to, you
2: have to... No. You
6: have
2: to do it. Uh-oh. Shirley's about to show you how it's done. Hold on. Let me get my... Me I'm get- wearing this new military green pirate radio shirt. For folks uh, on Facebook and YouTube, you can see it.
3: Okay. So, what you got to do...
2: We will be... Uh, We'll have these shirts at UBE on Monday starting at noon, and for a donation of $5 or more while supplies last, you can get one of these shirts. Uh, Pirate Ready will be raising money for the Youth Village's Holiday Heroes program, which helps provide holiday gifts. To local children
3: so you have to do a side profile so you go like this
2: oh my sides that's not my good side angle profile. oh girl i hear you girl i mean to back that ass up into oh,
1: you oh check them out so you have
3: to do you have to do the walk. you have to do the walk. oh you, to walk, 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 you gotta show walk, the back walk, stop pose turn i see what you're saying though. pose yeah and then walk away
2: all right. Oh, my God. You're a lot better at this than I am. Thank you, Shirley. I've
3: watched enough runways
2: to know what I'm supposed to do. So there you go. Uh, I am very impressed by Shirley Rhodes. Yeah, that was uh, pretty professionally done. So we got these awesome shirts, and you can have one Monday. UBE, stop by, beginning at noon. And uh, Shirley's getting undressed for in the five... camera. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I forgot five (laughs) dollars or more uh donation the shirt can be yours surely your nude modeling is that's on the side that's on the weekends
6: yeah there's not enough money in that
2: business <laughs> we got a big monday coming up because the brian bailey show will be on at noon a press box version of the brian bailey show that's gonna be oh exciting. i'm excited Breaking about yesterday, that. yesterday troy
5: d came on the show and broke that news i didn't think i am I did really not know about excited
3: that. about that because it's been such a long time since we've had all of those guys in the studio at the same time i'm pretty excited about it
2: we it's are uh, we're fired up for that at one o'clock the voice jeff charles will be live at ube with a special preview of the military bowl ube pirate preview he's got some guests coming up on that show and we'll be out at ube with the shirts coming up beginning at noon on monday so there's that
3: busy weekend busy week really
2: really really we'll be with you monday tuesday wednesday on this program and of course the following monday on the 27th of december for the military bowl coverage the bud light pregame tailgate u.s sailor fifth quarter call show we've also got some best ofs going on uh come uh, coming up sorry
5: uh, it's all right i, I was going to say that i like mike p's uh suggestion on facebook
2: comments. as treasure chest winners to pick a game or two might do that uh mike p says for us not in greenville do we have to physically go to UB, or can we donate online i will somebody find that out you heard anything about that
5: no but we can find out
2: from upper management steven Igo says name something more frustrating to watch than ecu basketball
5: panther football
2: i'm gonna say the last season of lost my all-time favorite show but it just it it lost the plot is, is lost
5: lost is that still a thing say that one more time is lost a still a thing
2: what do you mean is it still a thing is it what do you mean is it still a show is it still airing yes no it stopped airing around like 12 years ago 12 years ago i don't know a long time ago
5: i think my mom used to watch that i mean somebody did in my family
2: family (laughs) but not me let's see lost uh when did lost through uh 2010?
5: Wow yeah where Has it been you been that
2: long? Yes I was never there.
5: where? you said where have you been? I was never there because I never watched lost. Okay All right. I'm
2: lost in the sauce on this one <laughs> uh you should watch it. It's, great. it's too late now. Why is it too late? can you only watch shows that are airing currently exactly well you're missing out why would i want to watch a show that ended in 2010
5: that's lame
2: (laughs) what a weirdo you are as
5: i watch the league sometimes on hulu the league Uh,
2: the the leg the (laughs) leg i enjoy that i did at the time but now it doesn't air anymore so i don't i can't watch it anymore. don't watch it is that a reference
5: that is a reference <laughs> let's not get on that train today
2: all right buccaneer music hall school board update the buck. not a pretty sight uh pirates losing today disappointing loss just liberty's pretty solid they might win their uh conference a son and go to the tournament but i don't know i don't, just for whatever reason when east carolina leaves mengees coliseum they turn into a different team and it's frustrating 74 64 the final score earlier today in charlotte and looking at the box score uh 15 for vance jackson 15 for tristan newton who did not have a great day four of 10 from the floor 0 for 3 from deep and he uh had three assists and four turnovers for tristan newton he was uh we've seen him play much better and he will play much better moving forward how do you know that uh it's more of a prediction opinion than a fact But thank you for holding my feet to the fire on that one. Because I do not know for a fact He could be awful the rest of his career here. But I'm willing to bet that he has much better games than the one he had today. I'm with you. Vance Jackson, 4 of 7 from 3. The Pirates, as a team, 5 of 19 from 3.
5: The way that Vance Jackson started the game, you thought he was going to drop like 35 or 40.
2: He ended up 15 points, 10 rebounds. Pretty good game from him. Uh, I am a Brandon Suggs guy. But today was not his day. He did not make a field goal, three of four from the free throw line. Three points, three rebounds, one assist, two turnovers for Brandon Suggs. Just uh, just an ugly day. Alonzo Frank added eight off the bench. He was pretty good. Yeah. But not a good day uh, for the Pirates. They dropped eight and three on the year.
3: I got a word from upper management at this time there is no option to donate online it's in person only
2: In person only Mike P why don't you get your to UBE on Monday uh so you can pick up one of these shirts so there you go Thank you Shirley for that Uh Rich Brown says lost greatest ever but ending was meh meh and i don't even it's hard to even blame i don't know who to blame the show should have stopped like after three seasons that end of season three was some of the best tv ever made it was uh it was good stuff and then they just kept going and going spoiler alert and they- once you find out they got off the island and then went try to go back i was done i was done i was I was out at that point.
5: So, quickly summarize this show. Like
2: what- I, It's impossible. These people crash on an island. Is the island real? Is it some kind of purgatory? There's all kinds of crazy stuff. There's people already living on the island. There's a guy who's hitting a button uh, to make sure the world doesn't end. But is he really doing anything by hitting the button? There's like 8 million storylines going on at once. It is oh, a great man. show. man.
5: See, I i thought this was like a reality tv show you don't know anything i don't know about jack squat nothing.
2: what are you doing D- it- i was thinking of survivor okay survivor is still on the air in fact the finale that's ran what on I- wednesday
5: okay that's where i was confused
2: sometimes man i don't know about you i don't know about you i just i don't know about you sometimes
5: well you don't need to know everything about me
2: what's your all-time favorite show
5: um, all time favorite show.
2: <laughs> Why are you laughing? Lost.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a jerk. Chad asks, who will be there selling the shirts? None of your business. None of your business. <laughs> none of loser. Your, none of your business. <laughs> what a weird question. It could be Sally from the soup kitchen, for all you know. Seven damn gaps! What a weird question, Chad, to be asking.
5: Seven damn shirts
2: on a Friday afternoon. Who will be there selling the shirts? Who cares? <laughs> All right, let's take a we break. We might
5: want to pipe it down on Chad, who literally calls a hundred times a day to try to get into this treasure <laughs> I chest. I tell you
1: what,
2: Chad, if you get in today during the treasure <laughs> chest and we talk to you on the air, we'll donate you five dollars. I will. I will answer your question. Who will be uh, selling the shirts? but if you don't get in today too bad i'm not answering that question and you'll have to find out for yourself yeah you'll have to show up monday and find out for yourself
5: and donate five dollars
2: now we have people trying to speculate what happened on lost um Redbeard says they were dead the entire time is that i don't think that was the story was it i don't even remember it was so weird i need to go watch it again all right let's take a timeout we'll come back tony dunn should be rolling in here in a little bit we will uh, make some picks we'll update you on the nfl schedule we'll go 40 bowls in 14 days we'll open up the treasure chest so much to do on a friday and we're doing it all we'll be back with you after this
0: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. When you're air conditioning or heating, needs to repair or replace and call on the reliable service professionals of Delcor Heating, Cooling and Plumbing. Go to DelcorInc.com or give them a call at 321-8868 Delcor, the service professionals in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock.
2: Alrighty, hour two of Pirate Radio Live. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Also a very busy time of the year. So we appreciate Tony Dunn dropping by the Pirate Radio Studios here on a Friday.
10: Tony, how you doing, man? Man, I am fantastic. Fantastic, man. I'm about to go on vacation right after I get done fooling around with you guys. Where, Where are you going? Like, e- wherever I want to go. Oh. E-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Every time COVID starts ramping up, Tony leaves the country and comes back. You, You're right. You, you brought COVID to the States. Zero. The I am patient zero. I am
10: patient zero for at least the Italian strain. Because you
2: went
5: <laughs> to... Cancun earlier this year. Um, that you...
10: was oh yeah. That was friend.
5: Earlier this year, yeah. you went to Key West last year. Yep.
10: And uh, Italy when this was all going down. Actually, I was in Italy when it went when it yep. hit. You brought oh, the fresh nah. mozzarella back to Italy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been cooking ever Ooh. since. Uh, Bonnies and Hokies have tipped off, the and they Bonifans are... versus the Hokies.
2: Bonifans. We'll talk about Bonifan coming up in a moment uh chandler honeycutt here in studio cj schaefer shirley rhodes producing uh tony we got a ton of nfl news you said to catch you up although you have been tuned into the show so you kind of know what's going on i think with the uh schedules but if folks are just tuning in uh first of all we'll be opening up the treasure chest coming up at the end of this segment so stay tuned for that but uh if you're just tuning in supposed to be a saturday doubleheader tomorrow that is now just one game and it will be the headliner on saturday night Patriots-Colts. Great Saturday night yeah, game. Yeah, great game. But Raiders-Browns has been moved to Monday. We're going to have a Monday doubleheader. NFL Network at 5 o'clock, Raiders-Browns, and then ESPN Monday night 8-20, Vikings and the Bears. Tuesday, the Washington football team will take on Philadelphia and the Rams... I always forget who they're playing. The Rams will play the...
10: Seahawks. Seahawks, because nobody Seahawks. cares about the Seahawks
1: this Yeah, I don't year. care
2: about that game. Rams, Seahawks, Tuesday at 7. Washington, Philly, Tuesday at 7. Those are the schedule changes right now. Now,
10: why is this happening?
2: How far do you want to go back?
10: I mean, just like... Because somebody a, ate a bat, I think? No, not that far. Okay. But, right. like, it's just this past week, there have been a surge in players testing. Have they been sick? And then... Didn't they alter the rules, too? The I believe so, day? yes. And it's not
5: even just the NFL. It's the NBA as well.
10: So how is this moving the game two days going to change anything, really?
2: I don't know if this allows players to, to t- test out of it and come back. Okay. I guess that's the only—I guess that's the
10: response to that. Just more of the NFL doing the NFL things.
2: And is it the
5: NFL that has changed the rule that if you have back-to-back negative tests after the first positive test, you can come back?
2: I gotta be honest, I don't like this topic, so I try
10: to avoid. It I know, at all but costs. They're, but there. So like, I don't
2: know the rules. I don't really.
10: Know I saw about the one rule was is that 24 hours after symptoms, and I was I like cease. Which I mean, I. Which is crazy, because my kid couldn't go back to school for, it felt like, two years after he had it. So, like, <laughs> uh, just interesting that, look, is uh, the your whole kid, team got way,
2: COVID. Your kid's a 14-year-old fifth grader, because he missed a lot of school. Yeah.
10: Things, so. uh, but the the thing is, is that, you know, all these people got COVID, and we'll just move it from Saturday to Monday, and uh, everything will be okay. And we're all good. I mean, I've
2: seen the, the tweets out there, the hypocrisy of it, that... Uh, these players can't be around their teammates and, and are in quarantine, and then there will be 90,000 people at the game on Sunday <laughs> all together giving high fives.
10: I know, it's just a it wonderful...
5: It's never made sense. I don't believe it's, ever yeah. since this thing has kicked off, I don't think there's has been any sense made.
10: Virtue optics, it's all right. You know what is now we get two games on Monday. I don't have to work on Tuesday, so hey. Hey, Tuesday, a cool. lot of football. Monday, fun day. Hey,
5: while you're doing your podcast on Tuesday night, Turn on that football game.
10: I know it'll be better than what we're talking about. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, y'all should just comment on the game that's going on and instead I, of I, like football. that's
10: our team. Pick a team that we're going to cheer for that night. Who is that Tuesday the game? The Washington, Washington football, football team. team. Oh yeah, I'm uh, Yeah, we'll be cheering for Ron Rivera and Gary Gilbert. Gary Gilbert. Is Garrett right? Gilbert. Garrett? Garrett Gilbert.
2: I'll let you two decide. G-G. His name.
10: Former Panther.
2: Uh yeah. very briefly, Tony and Chandler. No need to, you know, rehash the whole thing, but oh yeah let's go right all all over
10: it why'd you lose to the falcons last week because we stink because they're a bunch of bums uh kids you could not do anything right you know i mean uh the, the panthers turned the ball over um as matt rule has continued continued to say the quarterback can't play like that and uh why do people have a problem with that because he brought in all these quarterbacks or? yeah and, like, is that it's just, uh, you know, just I kind of identi- like acting like those are the only things that are wrong with, the, like, oh man, we would have won the game if this would have, like, yeah, of course you would have a chance to win if you didn't turn the ball over. You would also have a chance to win if you caught those interceptions out there. You would have a chance to win if you had a better offensive line. You would have a chance to win if you didn't just put in a new offensive coordinator 2 seconds before the game started so like i mean it just feels like this is someone put up a tweet and that was and you know we're very sensitive about our boy cam you know we are protective I understand. we feel like he's coming calling out a guy who just showed up too but then he lets but it's not like it's okay to say man he stunk is it necessary is it necessary?
6: Yeah, like, if no, that happens in a game.
10: That's not what Ron, Re- Ron Rivera did. Ron Rivera, something like this happened. He oh, got I'm, this. I'm, okay. Okay. Ron Rivera would say this: We just can't turn the ball over more than we get create it's turnovers. Okay, is instead it okay? of identifying, what if he just said this? We don't go up there and expect him to say, "Well, Cam Irvin sucks, man." Well, no, you you want to know why we lost this game? Because Cam Irvin stinks.
2: Okay, I was talking about. So is it? It's different from for me to say it, but Matt Rule can't say it. Correct That's what you are saying. Okay. Correct. Ten four. Understand? He's
10: got to just.
5: Yeah. Play the part. I'm gonna to jump to the defensive side of the ball, and we have seen a decline in this defense. A defense that was literally the top defense in the league the first three or four weeks of this season. And we have just and not a drastic decline, but each each game it seems like there has been just a little step backwards. And what go, we're man. seeing on that defensive side of the ball is that rush defense. That's fool's gold. It's ridiculous. I mean, we're giving up. We gave up. uh, Take it back to the Washington football team uh, game. You know, McKissick and Gibson both getting six, seven yards a pop is not going to get it done. And this past week with the Falcons, former Panther Mike Davis is getting six or seven yards a pop.
10: And then you have to hear uh, probably the best coach on the team who has gotten the most um, kind of protection from the fans that have been very critical. Phil Snow comes out. And he's talking about – they're asking him about the problems with the run defense. And then he tries to tell us that the run ain't the problem. And he goes, oh, if you really look at it, we're, we're holding uh, team, players to, to – or teams to 2.9 yards per carry. Uh, And he goes, the problem is they're just running a lot on us. It's volume. So they're (laughs) well. like, well, why do you think they're running a lot on you? Because you situationally, you guys are getting in good positions. And he is right. He was trying to say, look, is that we got to make these third down stops. If we make these third down stops, we're not talking about the run. But we are talking about the run because you're not making the third down stops. And then you want to know why they run the ball so much? Because the game is over by the third quarter. So that's all there is to do left is and, run and, the ball, and you still can't stop them. But it'll be like third and five, and and with twenty with six minutes left to go in the fourth, you know they're going to run it, and they just pick it up.
2: You can I, always cherry pick a stat, by the way. I like that he pulled out one yeah. in his favor. Yeah, today.
10: I am far. Sorry, from, well, I'm fired up. I yeah. am far
5: from a football coach, especially an NFL coach.
2: You're a former long snapper,
5: but. I know a little football. I dabble in it a little bit. But, you know, looking at the, the this past few games, especially on Sunday, I'm sitting there going, that guy, I don't think that guy's supposed to be where he's at. It seems like we're out of position majority of the time. And where does that fall on? That falls on the coaching side of things.
10: And, Clip, just to circle back to the original question is, why is it people getting upset that he's calling out Cam is because clearly – the a pick six cam not playing great played terrible in miami is not playing great overall but first the offense has been actually just been more productive with him at the end of the day they put up more points with him than they have without him right and his first it, like, three before, games yeah he
5: had what six yeah total touchdowns.
10: so it's uh, but the thing is is that it's kind of like when the whole house is a mess and you come in and you're like you're the parent and you're telling the kids like clean this house is a disaster and they'll be like well your cups on the <laughs> uh on the sink and yeah. you'll be like well duh like i mean but like everything's that one amazing. thing yeah, yeah it's like so that's just it now we can move on from the carolina panthers we
2: can officially move on from as you playing poker yeah i just got bored with the conversation uh, also, St. Bonaventure is down 13 to nothing. Yeah, let's not talk about that game either. You want to hear some good news? LaMelo Ball probable tonight for the Hornets. Uh, who do we play tonight? The Blazers. Oh, on the game road. time. Uh. Yep. Yeah. All right, so uh, I guess we can move along. We need to go ahead and get into our picks because we've got to uh, make somebody a winner in the treasure chest as well. And we need to do this. Here's what we'll do right now. Uh-oh. before we get to our uh, NFL picks. Let's do 40 Bowls in 14 Days with Tony Dunn.
6: Oh.
1: Shirley Rhodes, hit the music. 40 Bowls in 14 Days 14 Days 14 Days 40 Bowls in 14 Days Oh my goodness 40 Bowls in 14 Days 14 Days 14 Days 40 Bowls in 14 Days 14 Days
6: Bulls. 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14,
2: 14 days Tony, did you know that we've already had one bowl game today? Uh, Middle Tennessee winner over Toledo Excellent. Now In the Bahamas Bowl. That would be a nice one to be that at. That is a good one to be at. Tony, uh, not a huge college football guy. You are a pirate guy. Correct. You were there, were you there the last game? Who did we play last? I saw some, uh, I yes. can't remember the tailgate pictures there. I saw you That yes. was you, right? Uh, this is at... That was Cincinnati, right? Yeah, it was. It was cold. Chase Field in uh, Phoenix, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. This is the one I had a question about the other night on Sports Trivia Chandler. Mm-hmm. this bowl game has had like 12 different names it's been the buffalo wild wings bowl the domino's pizza bowl cheese it the cactus bowl the
10: cheese it bowl uh it's there been should everything. only be one price for the tickets there and there's no guaranteed guaranteed flat rate flat rate. no matter
2: where you sit guaranteed rate Ten fifteen on espn it'll be west by god virginia versus minnesota mountaineers again
10: west by god virginia west virginia
2: oh. versus minnesota Six and six Mountaineers, eight and four Gophers. Would you like the spread, Tony? Please. I will pull up I'm the spread. I'm taking the
10: Gophers, I think. Yeah, cooler name. Yeah. Now I've been a fan of West Virginia. I feel like we've run into them a couple of times. True. The line on this game is
2: Minnesota minus four. Row the boat. Tony do not know what that means. Don't know what that means. <laughs> what that oh. means. Minnesota. All right. Row, row. I don't know
5: how to explain it to you.
2: Their coach, that's their, like coaches, that's their coach's coach's mantra. PJ loss. Fleck,
5: yeah. He
2: yeah. had that motto at Western Michigan, brought it to Minnesota. Still rowing the boat. All right, the pick is in. Thank you for that, Tony Dunn. Uh we will make some NFL picks coming 18 up. Eighteen more just to go. Yeah, we still got a long ways to go. Here. I, I I fell behind. <laughs> I'm trying to catch up. You want to do another one real quick? We're gonna we'll <laughs> do one before you get out of here. But right now, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Take a break. And make somebody a winner. Yeah. Ooh. We're going to have Tony Dunn read the prize today. Shirley, let's open up the treasure chest. We're going to do it twice on today's show. One here, one in hour number three. 317-1250. 317-1250. We still have a lot of great prizes. We'll run down the prizes when we return. We'll have our winner when we return. 317-1250. Caller 12. Could it be Tony Dunn? He's trying to get in right now. He is not eligible to win, but he still could get in. All right, we'll have our winner and find out what they have won when we return after this.
0: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up the $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Jersey Mike's is open seven days. A week for lunch and dinner, you can order in store or online through the Jersey Mike's app. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Baron.
2: Alrighty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We just opened up the treasure chest. We will do it again coming up in hour number three. Also, Donnie Kirkpatrick coming up in hour three of today's show. We'll make our NFL picks in a moment. But first, we have to get to our treasure chest winner, our first one of the day he is a past winner on the show quite a bit and i believe the treasure chest as well steve hill our big winner today what's up steve
4: hey what up how's
2: it doing doing good you sound like you're underwater are you there here. yeah a little a little fuzzy a little, a little choppy a little foggy uh he might not be able to win have you won uh you've won in the past right steve
10: treasure chest uh gosh probably eight or nine times over the years Geez, Louise. Oh, wow. How about that? Gosh. Talk about
3: Once rubbing again, in your face. Chad's head is exploding yeah. somewhere. I feel
10: like that was like his ver- Do you know where West Compton or that Compton High School scored like 104 to nothing against that team in football? That's what that was. That's the radio version of that.
2: Not only did he win, he's now rubbing yeah. salt in the wound. Uh-huh. He's high-stepping down in the fact, field. In fact, he's
10: going to donate this prize to someone else. He's got
2: too much already. He's taunting. All right, uh, Steve. Steve. I can't understand anything he's saying. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Steve, yeah, we're having issues with your phone. So, we'll we'll just go ahead and find out what prize you've won today. Uh, we're gonna let Tony Dunn open up the treasure There's chest two, today. Oh, a oh, box it's a double inside chest. a box. Yep, Tony, don't do it yet. Well, yeah, oh. close the chest. Oh my God, close it. We got to run down the prizes first, surely
3: Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. $100 gift card from Emporium. Ultimate party package from Sawyer's Fun Park. $200 gift card to Factory Mattress. $100 gift card to Halo. $100 gift card to Bagel Man. $100 straight cash, homie, from Sparky Snowballs.
2: $100 gift card from Shimmer. All right, those are the prizes.
10: Oh, man, the Parker's is already gone. Oh, yeah. Susan Susan Dean's. She came yeah, and picked it her. up yeah, today. She might come she might invite me to yeah, that park you park might. Hey,
2: when the Panthers make the Super Bowl this year, we can have a Parker's party. Ugh. When they what? Chandler, bad news. All right, Steve, those are the prizes left. What are you uh, hoping to get today? Give me
10: that cash, homie.
2: Give me the cash, cash. homie. I heard that loud and clear. Yep. Right All right, <laughs> open, open it shop, up, Shirley. All right, Tony. You're gonna pick one of the seats in there. Don't look and uh just pick one. Oh, that one spoke to you. You are going to open it up, and you are going to read Steve's prize.
10: Oh, what do you get, Tony? Steve, <laughs> Steve. Yes, Tell me. How much do you like me? <laughs> do you love me? I'm good friends, buddy. Do you love me? You know, I, can, I do. You gonna give me a hundred dollars in cash? I am giving you a hundred dollar bill from Sparky Snowball. Nice. Uh, you better buy me a, a soda or pop. I don't know. Can I say beer? I can say beer. People advertise. We on this. give if away beer. We, we give have. away beer.
6: You gotta buy me a
10: beer next time I see you at trivia. Oh man, Steve. And I was—it was the second one. I wasn't going for it, man. I changed my mind at the last second to this Lone Ranger on the side. You're welcome. Merry Christmas.
6: Again, <laughs> man
2: there you
5: go Sorry, chad so steve called his shot
2: to get in the treasure chest yeah then called his prize well done steve congratulations man we will uh find out a way to get this hundred dollars to you i'll give it to you We're next gonna, time i see you we'll snail mail a hundred dollar <laughs> bill to you there you go no nah, we'll we'll get it to you uh congratulations man uh have a uh merry christmas and hopefully uh we'll see you out wednesday for sports trivia day jays
10: yes sir
4: thanks again guys all right see you steve, steve what
2: Hill. you get
10: for being a cool dude
2: that is uh that's how it's done folks Called a shot he is the uh not the first person to do that this year we had hannah manning earlier uh wanted the chico's gift card and was able to win that one so the prize is dwindling down but still some great stuff
10: in here i want that shimmer gift card what would you get there I would buy some stuff for my wife for Christmas, <laughs> and, you, and you've got two girls too. Yeah, I mean, I I could definitely make use but of that.
2: I'm actually going there to get some Simply Southern shirts for my daughter. But if it was for me, they got Hey dudes. I'd probably get a pair of them. Okay. It's they not got, just for girls. Yeah.
5: So I mean, they got. But good.
10: I really need to get some Christmas presents for my wife. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah.
5: Understood. But they they've got they also got uh, Holt Naylor's brand Built When Broken up um, yep. there too. So
10: that's his brand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh
2: Let's see. Oh, Chad's upset, of course. I'm sorry. Chad. Redbeard says if his phone craps out, he loses. <laughs> that would have been it a real came right back though. That would have been a bummer. Yeah, it came back. He strong. like
10: switched over from his one like his prepaid phone to the <laughs> other. All
2: right, uh, I tell you what. We need to let's make a few picks and take a break. How about that? So last week, Tony Dunn was the winner, ten and three. Finally, good week. I went nine and four. Chandler went six and seven. Mm. And I, Chandler was sitting beside me when I was grading our papers, and he was. And I said, "Oh, rough week." He was like, "What I got, six and seven. And he said, "That's not too bad. <laughs> six and seven straight up NFL picks is not like you feel good
1: about that." I mean, hey,
3: <laughs> I just
10: didn't
1: understand how you were like. Space, oh, that's pretty Space good week. Said hey. He's
10: smiling like a Cheshire cat. Panthers are five and eight, and I'm feeling pretty
1: good.
6: <laughs> I, I
10: don't think he understands how records work.
6: <laughs> oh, wait. the larger
2: number is the supposed first to be. First, a, the f- <laughs> oh, the first number is wins.
10: Oh crap. Uh,
2: the first number is bucks. Bucks.
10: Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, bucks. Uh, I, that I was one of the things week. I was laughing about. <laughs>
2: All right, so uh, we'll start Panthers at Bills. Oh boy,
10: give me the Bills. Bills is this a is this a murder? You know, strangely, I th- well, I guess it just depends on if Josh Allen, well, the, his health. Um, you know, the Bills have not been able to run the ball all that effectively this season, and the Panthers, uh, thankfully. Um, have somewhat of a defense. But we haven't even been able to stop the run. So I heard they only their...
2: give up 2.9 yards a carry. Yeah. Was
10: our pass defense, though, is, spo- is also supposed to be good, even though they give up third and sevens and third and twelves and all of this other stuff. But um, if we can, our best part of our team matches up against their best part of their offense. So hopefully uh, limit them. The original line was at 11 and a half. And That's a lot. I think it moved down to. I think it's ten and a
5: half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't think they were like a hundred percent if Josh Allen was going to play. I did see earlier that it looks like he will be starting for the Bills on Sunday. I could see this game being like the Washington football team game from last year, where we don't want to win and we just uh, win. Yeah.
10: So and that's not what I see. I see the I Bills. I got
2: Bills are a lot better than Washington was last year.
10: True. And they're coming off of two losses in a row and that last one was an overtime loss against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and if you look back at their season so far every time they've lost they've come out and stomped to put the team the next team. So I'm I think they're upset right now. Panthers are a mess. Maybe Cam Newton will get it done. <laughs>
2: this game was supposed to be on Saturday. It has now been moved to Monday. Raiders at Browns. And again, this is, I don't know who the Browns have or will have on Monday. They're without their head coach. They're without Baker Mayfield. The line shifted to Raiders minus one last time I looked. That was yesterday. I
5: think I saw where. Um, Case Keenum has also been tested positive for COVID, and I did see that Nick Mullins, the former 49ers oh, yeah. starting quarterback, will be making the start for Cleveland.
10: Jeez. I did see – I heard that Denzel Perryman was at, is going to be out for the Raiders. Oh, really? Yeah. So, And he's like one of the best – he's had like the most tackles he, in the league right after we traded him.
5: Yeah. I mean, he was on our preseason team. He was yeah. at, at training camp and with And then
10: us. we said, you know what? We'd rather have a team where we don't have good linebackers – So let's trade this guy away, so he can go and be a household name. Russell Douglas over there, Green Bay being awesome. No, um, I'm going to circle back to the Panthers. I'm picking the Raiders because I um, I guess I am too. That just sounds like too much of a decimation. Even though last year the Browns won with their coach out with COVID, he was out last
2: year. He was out in the playoff game, wasn't he? Who did they play in the playoffs? The Browns.
10: Playoffs. Sorry, CJ. Was it like the Steelers? It was. Oh, yeah.
6: Okay.
10: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I'm Do we
2: got a problem? <laughs> I was just I couldn't remember. And you're my guy, NFL guy, breaking news guy. Breaking news, Browns played the Steelers in the playoffs last year. I'm slobbering. Oh man, it's got yeah, him yeah. slobbering over here. <laughs> Who are you picking? Uh Raiders. All right. I will as well. Uh Patriots or Colts. Great game Saturday night. Pa- Colts are favorite. I can't it's telling you to to take the Colts, they're gonna win, but I'm not getting off the Patriots train. Give me New England. You go
10: first, sir. This is tough. I've been kinda uh, I like I've been kinda getting into the Colts lately. I'm gonna go yeah. to Colts. Colts at home. Is how many home? have the how many of the Patriots won in a row? Six?
2: No, they're higher than that. They might be like eight now. And the Colts have a nice winning streak too, I wanna say. The Patriots have won seven in a row. The Colts have won one in a row, <laughs> uh, but let me look at their. Uh, they have gone. Let's see, one, two. So they've won four out of their last. What
10: day five. is this on? <laughs> this is Saturday night. That's actually a good question. You're gonna have to ask about the games this week because uh, Belichick with a little extra time would be. Good, but it's no extra time. So less, uh, I'm gonna go uh, Colts. I guess try to make up a game against Clips. Yeah,
5: Patriots were off this past week, so. Oh, um, they were they. They were.
10: Dang it. It was their bye week. I'm rolling with you. Patriots? Yeah. All right. Give Belichick off a bye. Cardinals at Lions. I will take the Cardinals. Yes.
2: Cardinals. Jets at Dolphins. I will. uh, Speaking of win streaks, Dolphins are up there. Where are the Dolphins right now? They uh, have won
10: five in a row. Oh, wow. I'm going Dolphins. I am as well.
2: Going to stay hot.
10: Going to Miami. Yeah. Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys? Giants, is Joe Judge going to make it? Don't think so.
5: When is Mike... Or when, uh, Mike Lennon. When is uh, Daniel Jones set to return for the Giants?
2: Let's
10: take a look. Um, I just, don't know, but they're talking matter. about... Right now, I would, the last headline I saw from some Giants uh, podcasters I followed, they were talking about Jake Fromm should start oh. over Glennon.
2: So, yeah, Jones is not playing, and the headline... Giants might be closer to benching Mike Glennon for Jake Fromm. So yeah. Who I forgot about completely. We're all taking the uh Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. right? Uh surely let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll pick the remainder of week fifteen. Can't believe we're already at week fifteen, but we are. We'll make those selections. When we return, more to go on Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitiesportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio for 18 years. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock.
1: All right, ECU offensive coordinator
2: Donnie Kirkpatrick coming up today at 5 o'clock. We'll also open up the treasure chest. Once again, Steve Hill, our winner earlier today we'll run over the prizes left and the prizes that have been won coming up in a little bit but we are making nfl selections this could be the toughest week to do it with all the COVID crap going on washington at philly has been moved to tuesday at seven o'clock and from what i read the games will be shown nationally on fox there's two at the same time Rams, seahawks so i'm assuming we'll be watching washington and philly and if you have Sunday ticket, you can watch the other game, so you'll be able to watch both. Um, I'm I'm taking Washington plus the points in this game. I just got a weird feeling that Rivera is going to scrap something together, and they're going to keep it close. I just don't see an Eagles blowout. Even though I don't know who's going to be the quarterback or anything, I'll t- I'm going to take the Eagles to win. Thank you, Clip. Thank I'm, you. Cool oh, out. you're picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles. Oh,
10: you just said you were taking Washington plus the points.
2: Oh. Because It's like point?
10: 13 or something, oh, it's that crazy. Is a lot.
5: Sorry, we were playing
2: poker. <laughs> I,
10: I was just spacing out. Was it a crazy game of poker? Um, I was bored with that conversation. Uh, I, give me the Eagles. Was that a reference? Yeah, <laughs> Chandler. Why does every joke have to be a reference, right? Chandler, I, I know. I mean,
2: I, I, don't, I don't get that. Y'all took that way wrong. Not every joke has to be a reference. I don't even see Washington and Philly. There's no line on the game anymore. Let me get the
5: fly Eagles fly.
2: All right, Titans at Steelers. CJ, let's bring you in. How you feeling?
5: Come on in here.
2: The feeling water's like fine. If,
4: uh, feeling like if we're down 20 in the fourth quarter, we might have a chance. No, like, like to finally like, start playing? Yeah, yeah.
2: So are you rooting for Tennessee to get a lead early? So your team can actually look like a football team.
4: You know, I I guess um, if if I may drop a drop a little stat in here. Right? Oh, love I love, uh, st- I love a stat. stat love the a stat, stat
0: to consider.
4: I like that. Ben Roethlisberger in the fourth quarter this year ranks first in passing yards, first in touchdowns with ten, and fourth in passer rating with uh 111.7 that can mean one, one of two
2: things <laughs> it, he either is huge in crunch time or like tony said he's like you're, you're, you're playing catch up <laughs> oh yeah we suck i'm just saying Play that's Bortles. it's
4: pretty funny how he has to put everything together the team has to put everything together in the fourth quarter i'm just all proud the time
2: that a man that old big and slow can still do that in the fourth quarter He's still got enough stamina to do that.
4: Well, he didn't do anything the first three quarters, so I hope he's got <laughs> enough stamina. Titans at Steelers. Titans. Titans!
2: You know
10: what, CJ? I'm going Steelers. Oh! I'm sorry to hear that.
4: I'm going Titans. <laughs> and
10: you could have said it like they're play by play announcer, not whatever you just did. Yeah, what a disappointment you are. Disappointment. To not only us, to your That
6: family. was a reference. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Texans at Jaguars. I love the Jaguars this week. Urban Meyer out. I heard a crazy stat that interim coaches against the spread are like 17-6 and the last 23 times this has happened. Like, guys love playing for the next guy. Who is their coach, their interim Uh, coach? Is it Bevel? Darren Bevel? Damn, where is he from?
10: He's been an offensive coordinator for everybody. I feel like just looking at him is the reason that— Darryl Bevel. People are upset that um, minorities aren't a bigger part of the coaching. Daryl Bevel? Daryl Bevel.
2: So he was the Vikings OC, Seahawks OC, Lions OC.
10: How is he? He looks like he's like nine. I mean, not nine. Not nine. He looks very young. Uh, Jacksonville OC. And a lot of- I guess he
2: has... Did you see the clip somebody uh, pointed out in the press conference? They said... You know, you could have more wins. as oh, an awesome. is Coach yeah. than Urban Meyer had as a full time coach, and he kind of smirked and and then said,
10: of here. I, and, I don't yeah, want. To yeah, answer I'm that. not talking. About I'm that. taking the Jacksonville Jaguars now, and this uh, new hot and upcoming coach. <laughs> They're my pick of the <laughs> week. How about you, Chandler?
5: Who are they playing again?
2: Poor David Culley.
5: Oh yeah, give me the Jags. All right,
2: <laughs> maybe he can be the interim coach for the Texans when uh, when Bello and what's his name gets fired. Yeah. Culley. Bengals at broncos oh by the way i picked the Bengals last week but i did something very smart on sunday i actually like took the team that the line was telling you to take which was the niners like why are they a favorite in cincinnati uh, this doesn't make any sense and they won. give me the niners yeah one in overtime Dang it. but i picked the Bengals on friday so i stuck with that pick uh this is a, a tough one here and an important game in the AFC, what, what did Denver do last week? Denver beat somebody bad. Oh, the Lions. Yeah, and they had remember uh, Demarius Thomas died. I'm gonna roll with the Bengals, man. I'm not giving up on them
10: yet.
4: Hmm.
2: All right, so the Bengals are seven and six. Broncos are seven and six. Right on the cusp uh, of the playoffs. All right, so you are going with Cincinnati. I think I want to take the Broncos at home here. I'm gonna go Broncos too. Right. Let Tony be on an island. Man on an island.
10: Island boy. Falcons at Niners. Is that that show, Lost, where they used to, where they kick someone off each week? That's a reference. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? <laughs> what do you mean? Is that a thing?
2: <laughs> when shows stop airing, they don't just get deleted from, like, <laughs> history. Anyway. Uh, I'll take the Niners over the Falcons.
5: Doesn't Matt Ryan usually, like love san francisco doesn't he like usually light it up
2: i think he loves kyle shanahan i would love to see a stat on that did you pull that from somewhere
5: i just i feel like i remember like games from the past that he like maybe has
6: some good
10: how are the 49ers as good as they are when they have nobody (sighs) i don't know i don't understand how they're winning so much all right chan man matt ryan four and two against the 49ers good job he has. That's a stat to
2: consider. Ten touchdowns to five interceptions. I don't know if he's necessarily lighting it up, but he does have a winning record against I'm going
10: to take the 49ers. I feel like I've been dumping on them for weeks now, and they just keep telling me that I'm wrong. What is the Falcons' record, by the way? They're pretty good. They are, they're getting better. They're 6-7. and 6-7. and seven. They could win this game. I mean, is that they have... Kind of like a team that's growing from week to week, unlike the Panthers who are getting worse from week to week. Yeah, Arthur I, Smith. I like showed, Arthur Smith. Yeah, me too.
5: I like his days in uh, Tennessee because yeah. they
2: don't have anything either, do they? I mean, their best receiver quit playing football. Right. That
10: well, they got they drafted one in Kyle Pitts. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, but Mike yeah.
2: Davis, at running back, he hadn't done no, much. They don't this year, have really. much. I mean, oh, Cordell they're using pass-
10: Patterson. Yeah, that's what they're Cordell
2: doing. Cordell Patterson,
5: and he can do everything. He can pat or he can pass. He can catch. He can run.
2: Um, that's I'm probably a, a cool part of having like an OC genius as your head coach, and yeah. you, you get Patterson and do all that stuff with him.
10: So. And then, you, I mean, imagine if you had that on the Panthers, and then like your running back got hurt, and then you could like try to find a way to be relevant still.
5: We did, uh, <laughs> we did that with uh,
10: circling back to the Panthers,
5: <laughs> Curtis Samuel.
1: You did,
2: Curtis Samuel. Now, speaking of, is that still a thing? I don't. I'm not sure he exists. That's your problem now. I think he's like a hologram. No, I
10: got tired of him when I, he was in Carolina.
1: I haven't it seen it, him enough to get tired of
10: him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd it's love so, to get tired so of nice him. It's so nice to see you again. I would love to be You're tired
10: <laughs> of this guy. <laughs> but he's not. He's uh, a thing. Is, is Curtis Samuel a thing? <laughs> is I was he still no. a thing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to go Falcons.
2: Wow. Nice. I like the, uh, the. who are you going with, Tony? The Niners. Uh, 49ers. All right. Seahawks at Rams. I'll take the Rams. Shout out to the Rams. Uh picked them last
10: week. Shout out.
2: <laughs> Shout out.
10: Shout out. Oh, speaking of uh, gestures, I have a three-point oh, celebration. What would be your
2: three-point celebration? It would be the... What is that? What the hell Are is that? Are you throwing up a gang
10: sign? Three,
2: C3. Okay, C3. Oh! Right. Phew. It's a three-point...
10: A C3. Three. That C3. is a C3. I like that.
2: I thought you were like about to get us all killed. <laughs> <laughs> I am if you let me shoot threes.
10: <laughs> uh, you guys are taking the Rams? I'm more of a distributor uh, rebounder. Well, somebody make a pick. Here they playing? Yeah, we are picking the Rams. The Seahawks. Uh, yeah, give you the Rams. Packers at Ravens. Packers. Packers at Ravens. Uh yeah. Uh Packers and Lamar Jackson's out, right? Where he got hurt last week? Ankle or something? I, has he had like the Packers s- are the Huntley's best team. Honestly not done too bad.
2: I think has he had season long diarrhea. What's going on with uh
10: Lamar <laughs> Jackson? Season long diarrhea. Their whole diarrhea. team has been injured all year, but uh He has uh, got the bubble guts. I, <laughs> I think the Packers are the best team in the NFL.
2: Mm. Okay. Uh who are you taking? I,
5: I'm going to go Packers. Yeah, I mean, let's you mean go. Best team in the NFL. Let, let's go back here now. Let's go back to week one right. as they took a shellacking. <laughs> got destroyed. From, from the Saints in Jacksonville. Rodgers hated life. Yeah.
10: It, and it, typical overreaction from national media that just sunk them to dead. And now everything's fine. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers will probably be a Green Bay Packer next year. A Packer for life. Yeah. yeah. All right. Probably uh own half of the team.
2: Saints at Bucks. I will take the Bucks. I will as well. They tried to blow it last week, but did not. Chandler, you taking the Bucks? Yeah,
10: it's not been easy for them this year, but they are ten and three, I think, or something like that. They got like one of the best records in football, or the same record as the Packers, actually.
2: Speaking of which, of burying teams, is it? How shocked are you that the Chiefs are no are the one seed in the AFC? Remember, like, they were losing. They were, you know, looking ugly. You know, it hasn't looked good
5: for them at all, even last night. Like, walking through the regular season,
2: we were kind of concerned
5: that they weren't. Like, they were actually bad. And now they've kind of, you know, someone sparked a fire under their tail ends and they're I mean they're literally how about the end of that game last night Travis Kelsey basically just bobbing and weaving to I the know, end zone he's the awesome. win. how about that life?
10: pass on the two point conversion bad it was terrible <laughs> it was so like bad like Teddy Bridgewater threw <laughs> it wait Mahomes that was yeah. on fourth down fourth and one. Oh, what yeah. was it fourth oh, what did okay. you say I said two point
2: conversion oh my god we don't, uh, don't even have time that. to get into the Chargers and, and going for it and being inside the five yard line We like have like five eight and we don't have
5: time oh. to talk about Joe Buck's comment
10: what was that? You
5: didn't see. Oh, that. we don't
10: have time. Sorry. No, it didn't. With
5: the guy for the Chargers <laughs> who got knocked out, and they showed him. First of all, Fox cameras were in his face as yeah. his eyes were like closed. They were taking him off the field, and like he was like shaking. And apparently, uh, Joe Buck's comment was, "I, I know he's like pert bad, but it is kind of cool here in LA, saying it was cold. That's why he was shivering." Not because he was knocked out and potentially having a
10: seizure. Probably best just not to say anything. Oh, I thought he was like, SoFi Stadium is so cool, man. (laughs) Tell you what. This place is awesome. Last time doing Thursday night football here, Ken, never going to forget this moment. And already
5: people don't like Joe Buck, so he just kind of... He's good at baseball. He's a
2: baseball guy. Yeah, he put diesel fuel on the fire. Vikings at Bears. Give me Chicago.
10: Oh, man. Really?
2: Oh, y'all can go with Primetime Kirk Cousins? Love it. <laughs> I'll sign you up right now. Just say the word. <laughs> primetime Kirk Cousins. It All right. Tony's it, in. It, it wasn't
5: Kirk Cousins. It was pri-
2: Chandler, are you riding with Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins, baby. All right. Baby. Thank you. Good call. I'll take that win. <laughs>
1: Clifford He's he like, I'll sign you up right now. Nah, I mean, I, the
2: Vikings, I, they were my pick oh, last gosh.
10: week. They're infuriated. Block
2: of the week, and they were blowing out the Steelers, and the Steelers about came back. They're a the roller coaster team, man. I
10: could see them losing this game. So. I could too. I mean, they did lose to the Lions yeah i mean might as well lose to every team in the nfc north while you're at it all right before we let tony go let's
2: hit it one more time uh Shirley, 40 bowls in 14 days
1: 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days oh my goodness 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days
6: Rock 40, 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls Four. 14 days 40 bowls 14 days, 40 bowls. 14 days.
2: Oh man, St. Bonaventure
6: stinks.
2: Can we eat, listen? Day. Can we listen to Mark scream at the end? Yeah. Do we have time, Tony? Why are you so adversarial? I don't know. I was in. I don't feel like I'm in a good
10: mood. I am hungry. I don't know what I'm having for dinner tonight. How about you? What's for dinner? Me either. All my kids are gone. It's awesome. Party time. I don't know. Party time. Tony Dunn,
2: where do the Red Sox play baseball games? Fenway. Correct. You get the Fenway Bowl. <laughs> I th- you know, Tony, with names, I was thinking I he was gonna say fairway.
10: <laughs> uh, this is the first. I get nervous anytime Clip asks me a spontaneous. I thought uh, I like thought couple- you knew that. Can one? you yeah, name like, this? I'm oh, like, god. oh god, here it comes.
2: <laughs> Tony, the, this monster is in left field of Fenway. <laughs> Uh, this Blue. is the first ever Blue wave. first ever Fenway Bowl uh, Pirates had a chance to go there, it has an AAC team in it, that team is SMU taking on Virginia uh, you went against West Virginia in your first pick, you got Virginia here versus SMU, this is 11am so I'm glad we're not doing this one that would have been a 7am start time on the Bud Light pregame tailgate Woo.
6: Uh,
2: December 29th uh, Tony, who do you like, do you need a line?
10: Yeah, Virginia's ACC, right? They still are, yes. SMU is our... A-A-A-A-C. Our conference. Yep. You know what? Uh, I'm going to do this. This is going to be
2: a high-scoring game, Tony. Let me give you a line first. Uh, Virginia minus two and a half, total 71. Holy moly. Love it. Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally is taking... I don't like Virginia this week. He's anti-Virginia.
5: I'm going to be honest. I thought
2: you know, EC's
5: opponent in the military bowl, Boston college. I thought that was who was going to be representing the ACC in that bowl game. But, uh, I mean, I, I was for yeah, sure. It'd be like EC... a home game though.
2: Yeah. And well, I read, I, mean, like I don't know how true this is, but maybe they want to get traveling fans money instead of local. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't I
10: know, know because in the time of
2: COVID, yeah. we need to travel. And I'm sure SMU is going to bring a lot of people from Dallas to that game. AKA maybe 14. So Virginia, we'll probably travel up there and watch it uh football in fenway park it's gonna be weird tony thanks for hanging out man thank you enjoyed it uh check out the c3 podcast check out the post game show and you guys just pop up like every night oh yeah you're
10: doing it- the friday free for all yeah well cody runs that The friday free for all is like uh it's kind of like open mic night for panther fans oh so, uh, you so you're jump. you're not a part of that not usually um and then if i'm like at home or something but i usually have stuff going on with the family by that point but uh on Wednesday night, we do Debate My Take. Mm-hmm. So we have the post game on Sunday, the show on Tuesday, and we record Debate My Take on Wednesday, air it now on Thursday, but we also do the beat check where we either catch up with beat writers or go run down the top stories real quick
5: the content is growing at c3 panther
2: podcast
10: man we got a big audience man i mean it's, we got a notable audience so um come check us out subscribe uh, tell a friend
2: all right there you go tony dunn countycat chronicles.com let's uh, get a break in we'll come back when we return <laughs> donnie kirkpatrick joins us on the pirate radio live line we'll talk ecu offense get you ready for the military bowl we got to open up the treasure chest again we'll also hear from mark greenheld later on in the show as well it's all ahead on pirate radio live more to go after this
3: along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock.
2: Alrighty, hour three of Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Steve Hill won earlier today in the treasure chest, and you can be a winner coming up uh, right after this next interview because we're going to talk some pirate football with the offensive coordinator of the Pirates. He is Donnie Kirkpatrick. Joining us on the Pirate Radio live line. Coach, appreciate your time. How you doing?
11: I'm doing really good, man. You know, we got this signing date done. We got a, uh, a one day off here between uh, practices. We have sent the kids off to home here before we get back for the final week of preparation so uh, things
2: couldn't be better right now. Yeah, had a long layoff between the regular season finale and the December 27th bowl game and uh talked to Mike Houston Wednesday and Blake Carroll Thursday and they are experiencing a bowl game for the first time. Now, obviously they've had a lot of success and postseason football and Mike Houston winning championships. Blake Carroll going to playoff games. Uh but no bowl games in particular, Coach. So are they coming to you for uh for all the answers on how to prepare for this thing? You you got some experience in this.
11: Well, I do have some. I've been very fortunate, obviously, you know, to have been at East Carolina before when we had had some pretty good runs in there with, with Skip Holtz and then with Ruff and McNeil. But no, you know what, we've got a pretty experienced uh a group of people up with John Gilbert and Ryan Robinson that have you know tremendous amount of experience, and then Jake Kirkendall who is a kind of our operations guy, and you know came from Vanderbilt. Not that Vanderbilt had a lot of success, but we we would tell Jake, but he's been around some other places, and they've got pretty much all that prep you know in, in mind. Right now, I'm probably only involved in like how we're going to practice and you know how how we're going to make make meetings and stuff like that.
2: Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. Donnie, uh, were you hoping for a return trip to Hawaii? Is that the bowl game you were pulling for this year?
11: Well, I know my family was. (laughs) Uh, When when we made that trip, we've always said, the group of us that made that trip, that if you're not playing for the national championship, then that would be the one you want to go to because that was a tremendous week. Obviously, it got topped off by having just a great game. What a great game that turned out to be. Uh, if you if you had not seen Chris Johnson play, you got a chance to see what, what really speed and what a great running back, what an early draft pick you know look like for us that one and you know another clutch kick by Ben Hartman you know to win win that thing. So that was a great experience. The tremendous hospitality. Uh, the the bad part was me and Davis, my son, got to make the trip. My my daughter had gotten sick, mm. so Misty and her had to stay back. So I think they were pulling pretty hard for that but we're excited about going to the national capital up there you know and uh uh, playing a really good boston college football team and you know it's just really good to be back in postseason play again.
2: absolutely wanted to talk about that too coach your return here to east carolina coming off all the success at james madison and you get here and you probably look around and say well what happened i don't remember it being like this here in greenville at east carolina so uh, Mike Houston said he, he had a plan. You guys enacted that plan, and here in uh, year three of his tenure, in a bowl game, and, and for the first time for the Pirates since 2014, as you know, Coach. So, I, I mean, the, the, what's the sense of pride like to to get this school back there to uh, to seven wins into a bowl game?
11: Well, you know what I think, uh, and I've been doing this a long time, longer than I'd like to to mention right now, I guess, because you know, I hate to give away the age that much. But I got to think this might be the uh, the best coaching job uh, from a staff and from a school purpose that that I've been been a part of, because you're right. When we we got back here three seasons ago, now I had an idea. You know, I kept up with it. You know, we didn't just leave and cut ties totally with East Carolina. Obviously, you know, my son was still playing baseball here, and we yeah. were still making return trips. Misty was coming a lot. We have so many good friends. You're somewhere 11 years. You're going to make a lot of friends. You're going to stay in touch with those people. So I was aware that the thing wasn't going very well, uh, but I don't think I realized maybe how broke it was, how divided it was. You know, just how much fighting was going on inside, and how much just politics had taken over, and it had really it had gotten worse. I, I'd gotten here in 2005 with Skip Holtz. It was in similar situation. It really was. It was in similar situation that was bad. We were able to get to a bowl game in the second year. I think Coach Houston had probably a, a more realistic view of it. He had always thought it might take the third year to do it, and that's kind of been the plan. He did a tremendous job to stay with the plan and not try to do a quick fix, which might have gotten us somewhere a little quicker, but then maybe you know by year three or four we might have suffered again and went back down. I had really hoped we could get back to, to maybe a bowl game-type situation, be that competitive by year two because that's what we had done before i do think if it hadn't been for the pandemic we might have had a shot at that uh you know obviously losing holton i think in the navy game though mason did a tremendous job of coming in you know with with his first college snaps we we probably would have had a a little better chance to win with a veteran quarterback and then i think we all thought the tulsa game was a win so you know if you could have gotten those two wins in there probably would have gotten to a bowl game last year, maybe could have won another one in there somewhere if you'd had that momentum. But we're really pretty thrilled right now to uh, to get to a seven win deal in year three. Uh and we've got pretty much, you know, a lot of you know the experience now with the team coming back. Uh recruiting's going a lot better than it was year one because people want to go to where you're winning. They want to go where the fans are coming back to the game. So things are good. Now we're not we're not satisfied, that's for sure. I said the other day, you know, there's no phone fingers that we're number three. Nobody holds that up and hollers, we're number three. Because <laughs> you know, I think we came in third in the league or, yeah. or tied. So, you know, our, our our goals are still bigger, but at least we're making that progress. So we like to say we're not where we want to be, but we're damn sure glad we're not where we were.
2: Absolutely. Talking to Donnie Kirkpatrick today on the Fixed NC Live line. And, uh, Donnie, you, you mentioned uh, the, you know, 2014, the last time East Carolina got to a bowl game. You also out chris johnson's name in there now keaton mitchell is not chris johnson nobody's chris johnson but the first 1000 yard rusher since that 2014 season uh ventavius cooper breon or 2013 i should say breon allen uh probably would have got it if he'd have been able to play in the bowl game for you uh for the pirates in 2014 so keaton mitchell uh fantastic here rajay harris that one-two punch i'll say this again coach i was very impressed with the way you guys were able to use them this year and and you always had a fresh back ready to go and that worked out probably just how you planned it going into preseason almost a 50-50 split so how about the, the run game getting going that's something mike houston wanted to do and talked about when he first got here and we, we saw that pay off in 2021
11: well you know obviously coach has, has, has been around the game you know and, and and he came from a wishbone background a little bit offensively and then he he kind of got, when when I went there with him and James Madison, we kind of got in a different type of an offense structure there. Uh, but we ran the ball really successfully up there, and, and we do believe in that. We believe that's how you help your defense out a little bit. We think it's how you control the game. Um, now, I didn't think we ran the ball totally as well as we should have this year, uh, but, but, but we still ran it pretty good. Keaton obviously had a great year. You know, big playability like Chris Johnson, so he is going to get compared to that a little bit. It's good to get those guys making 1,000 yards. I don't know that that has much difference in the, the outcome necessarily that you get to a 1,000 or you're at 900 you're at 1,100. But that probably helps you more in recruiting, though, because that's the kind of things that high school guys look at. You know, I want to go where there are 1,000-yard rushers because that's just kind of the, the level of you get the notoriety, you start getting the awards and all that. Raji had, uh, had a good season, too. Didn't quite have the numbers probably that Keaton had. Uh, you know, I don't know why that happened to work out. They both did an outstanding job. They're both just the best young men I've ever been around. They are so team-oriented. There's there's no selfishness in them at all. They're they're each other's biggest fans, and so I do think we have a great one-two punch. Uh, we were able to get through the season with that. I, we added some guys in recruiting, and then pop mckay was a guy that didn't get much carries this year we just think we had to develop him a little bit more i think he has a bright future now so coach foster has a really good room next year he's going to have some great competition you can never have too many good players
2: donnie kirkpatrick joining us donnie how about the passing game this year and the quarterback Holden Aylers? how how much you know did he improve in your opinion in 2021 and how do you, you grade out Holden for the year
11: Well, I think he's obviously playing the best he's ever played here the last part of the season. I do think there were a couple little games in there early in the season that um, were concerning a little bit that we wish we could have played a little bit better. I think a lot of that's probably on me. i got to do a better job of putting him in that position. You know, We didn't protect maybe as well as we'd like to. I've said this numerous times. The hardest thing to do in college football is probably to pass protect for a drop-back passing game. Uh, It's just very difficult to do. It's very difficult to have those people... Uh, and, and do that. So we probably put him in that situation a little bit too much by not making enough yards on first and second down and getting ourselves into too many third downs and too many third longs. I think as the year went on, we all started to play better. I thought the receivers really, really improved as the season went on. I thought they really stepped up their game. Uh, Adi having obviously the best year of his life, you know, in, in football. I thought CJ Johnson bounced back from a, a tough year last year and really gave us some great play you know, late in the year. Tyler Snead's always going to be Tyler Snead, so we had a good punch going there. And then I just think the emergency of uh, Ryan Jones in the latter part of the season, especially there, uh, with his play and the ability to get the ball and make some plays really helped the passing game, obviously helped Holton. So we're going into this thing, into the season up, I think throwing it around pretty good. We'll really be challenged by Boston College. They're like the number four pass defense team statistically in the nation, led the ACC in pass defense, so uh, we're looking forward to that challenge, but we'll definitely be challenged going in this boat and throw the ball.
2: Coach, you obviously been around a while and, and players want to play. Uh, that is, has never changed. What has changed is it's easier to get out of your current situation and go elsewhere if you are if you are unhappy, if you're not playing, if there is something going on. So with that being said, it, you know, you mentioned Pop McKay, who is behind right now Mitchell and Harris, but uh, is certainly talented enough, and, and you like him as a future running back, and you got some talented quarterbacks in that room as well, and there's only one ball to go around. So, uh, I mean, do you have those conversations with your players uh, throughout the year, at the end of the year, and, and what are those chats like with, with guys like that?
11: We have all the that that that's exactly what you do. We 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 often say in our our staff meetings and our recruiting meetings that let's just don't forget that the guys you have to recruit the hardest are the guys that are on your team right now. <laughs> yeah. We we just live in, we live in a world of everybody wants instant success. They want you know everything to happen just right away. Um, coaches are that way too. I mean, we're that way too. With players, we have to, you know, sometimes remind ourselves he's just a freshman or he's just a second-year player. You know, we knew it might take a couple years for him to do it, so we're guilty of it, too. Fans are, are obviously that way. They want instant success. They want to win every game. And the players go, come in like that. They want they want to play. They want to start right away. They want to go to the NFL, you know, early. That's Everybody's just in such a hurry right now, and that's just the way society is. So we do, we have to spend a lot of time getting to know these guys getting to know these kids have honest transparent relationships with these guys and we do we we recruit them harder than we recruit anybody else it's great to have depth because teams that have depth uh with numerous good players are the teams that are able to win because you're going to have injuries in this sport and you're going to have different things just happen uh, it's been even more important with covid and those type of things with illness Guys getting, you know, having to sit out and not be able to play wasn't as bad this year, obviously, as it was last year, but we were really dealing with it then. So then you create, well, there's not, you say, there's not enough reps for everybody to to, to get reps or there's not enough ball, you know, to spread the thing around. So uh, it's just an interesting dynamic right now. Uh, but we feel pretty good. Most of our guys uh, love East Carolina. Uh, they came here for the right reason. And I think, you know, under Coach Houston's system, the coaches and the players are all on the same page.
2: Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. You're, you're right about you know us football viewers, uh, you know wanting success immediately as well, and and now expectations are raised for certain guys like Ryan Jones. Coach, you would you know he comes in first year at that position, tight end, thirty seven catches, four hundred. 42 yards, five touchdowns. Now we're expecting him to be, you know, Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates next year. So <laughs> expectations are a tricky thing too, but we, uh, you know, we, we're happy with what we saw out of him this year. I know you are as well. And and heck, with, between him and, and Calhoun and the tight ends you got, that's a position that is dangerous uh, for East Carolina moving forward, I would think.
11: Yeah, it is. think Latrell Scott came in new to the staff uh, this year and took over the tight ends. I thought he just did an unbelievable job of getting those guys to play at their best of their ability. We do we when, when we got here 3 years ago, we could we didn't have a tight end. We we were having to recruit, uh, you know, guys within the, the 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 team. Xavier Smith had been the starting tight end I guess the year before we got <laughs> here. Yeah. We had one tight end. So Jeremy Lewis, local talent South Central High School had been recruited by the previous staff. He was signed by us, but he was recruited by the previous staff as a defensive end. And so we had to call him in to going over. We said, your best opportunity to play right away was if you'd come in and you'd play tight end. So he agreed to do that and he did a nice job giving us some depth in there. We went and signed Zach Byrd out of a junior college and he was very, very raw and had not really played a lot and, you know, kind of got some, some play out of him a little bit, but we were really hurting at tight end. So it became a point of emphasis because uh, what we wanted to do offensively was play with these hybrid-type tight ends and then have some, you know, down-the-line-type tight ends like that, too. And so now the room is in really good shape. The, uh, Shane Calhoun came in and was way past our expectation as a as a true freshman and started most of the year, and, and, you know, last year and this year for us. And he's an outstanding player. Gotten overshadowed a little bit, I guess, with Ryan getting maybe some of the bigger catches. But Shane's been there steady, blocking. The tight ends have to be so versatile in today's football. They have to play like a offensive lineman, they have to play like a wide receiver, they have to play a little bit like a running back. So it really takes a, a, a great athlete to, to be able to do that. And you don't see a lot of guys that are the best athletes on a high school team playing tight end because you just wouldn't put that guy there at tight end in high school. But that's kind of what it takes and you have to really be pretty smart to be able to handle all those different assignments. So uh Aaron Jarman came in, local talent again, transferred from Temple, he's been a great addition to us, too, as a a blocker, not so much as a receiver, but as a a tight end. And and he's been a great story because here's a kid that wanted to be a Pirate his entire life, uh, and he didn't get the opportunity to get recruited by East Carolina, but he got a chance to go play in the same league, and then he got a chance to come back. And he's so thrilled to be at East Carolina and wear that purple and gold that he's been a great addition for the other kids. So if you're having a bad day and it's a bad practice, coach getting on you or something like that, Aaron's there always to remind them you don't know how lucky you are
2: that you're a Pirate. That's awesome. Talking to Donnie Kirkpatrick. Donnie, got a couple more for you, and we'll let you run. What well, Was Tyler Snead, when you got here, was that like a blind date? I mean, you see his stats, and it looks amazing, and uh you, you watch him on film this guy's great then you see him in person you're like is, is this is this the guy is this the guy putting up all these numbers i mean he is incredible and uh you've been able to use him he's the leading receiver this year for the pirates and catches yards and had four touchdowns on the year how about your your first impression of him and, and where you guys are today uh, as far as your relationship
11: well you know tyler and me go a little bit further back than, than when i was here with him because when I was at James Madison, we were recruiting uh, another player at Millbrook High School there, where he was at. And then Marcus Marshall was a young man that had gone to school there, was transferring from Georgia Tech. So I was handling that recruiting because that was my area. So I was in there with recruiting the other two guys, and the coach told me, he "said Coach, I'm gonna tell you now. I got one of the best players out here that you need to look at." And I was like, "Well, absolutely." He's like, "You mind if I bring him down here?" And he brought him in, and he built this kid up to be, you know, next. <laughs> Randy Moss, and uh, you know, it's kind of like I guess on Tinder, do they put other pictures? They don't put their own picture on those those dating sites. (laughs) So then, Tyler walks in. I stand up to shake his hand, and he can't look me in the eye. That's because I was taller than him. I thought, wow, you know, okay, you know, I I don't know about this. Is that
2: usually your cut off, (laughs) coach? Is a guy if a guy's shorter than you, he can't play receiver for you? Is that? (laughs)
11: Yeah, yeah, Art Baker taught me that when he said, because he's about my height. He said, if I can look him in the eye, I reject him. So. I've kind of used that philosophy, too. So I kind of talked to Tyler. I was nice to him, let him leave the room. thought, well, that that's not going to happen. I'm not going to take that back. And then the coach said, you got to watch his tape. So I watched the tape, and I was like, wow, the kid is really a player. But I thought, well, we don't need another short white kid, you know, on this football team up here, you know, with James Madison. You know, we can we can get them in Virginia. We do to come <laughs> on with them in North Carolina to get those guys. They're everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So I passed on him, and uh, the coach kept telling me, and we ended up getting Marcus Marshall. He kept telling me, I Coach, I'm telling you, you're missing on the best player. So uh, when I got back to East Carolina, and I saw he'd had the big game against Connecticut or whatever, and I talked to him a little bit, and then spring practice about two days in, I said, you know, Tyler, the best thing I ever did was pass on you. Because I got lucky here, now we got you. So it all worked out for him. Obviously,
2: it's worked out for us really well, too. That's awesome. Uh, the one negative on his uh, chart, Coach, he came in here Monday with a an S-Eaton grin on his face and said America's team. He, he's a Cowboys fan, so we, we don't like that about him, but everything else is, is all right.
11: Well, you well, you're right, and I'm pretty disgusted by that story that you even told me that I didn't know that. About <laughs> yeah, him, he's kept that he's kept that from me. Right? Oh, wow! Down
2: hey, days. get on him, make him run some or something, Coach. Do something with him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what? What? Uh, BC known for for a tough physical defense, Coach? Is that what you're going to see uh, out of the 2021 Eagles coming up in the Military Bowl?
11: You know, it's just so protypical of what you'd think from a Northeast type team. You know, it's almost more like a built like a Big Ten team though. Probably than an ACC type of a, of a football team, defensively, just really big, thick guys up front that are so strong. Not to say that they're not athletic, but they're really just physical. Linebacker play, the DBs play that way too. They're they're they're, they're tall and long in in the secondary, and that's why they're so good at pass defense. So, yeah, they've uh, they've been tough for anybody to to move the ball consistently on them, especially. They've been tough to to throw the ball on. Some teams have been able to get some big plays in the run, but nobody's been able to consistently run the ball or throw the ball on them. I understand they're pretty much a ball-control-type team on offense as well. So we're probably looking at a game with limited possessions again to where you're going to have to make those things count you're not going to be able to turn the ball over, and our kids better be ready to buckle up and play physical.
2: Looking forward to it. ECU back in a bowl game in the Military Bowl, taking on Boston College. Coach, we will let you run, and uh, hopefully we can do it again uh, in the new year. But we appreciate your time as always. Have fun up there in DC, and uh, we'll talk again down the road, man.
11: All right, I'm sure do appreciate you guys,
2: Donnie Kirkpatrick, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Love hearing him talk about the uh, the meeting there with Tyler Snead, and uh, and what a player he has been east carolina and still has a lot more games to go to keep padding those stats and piling up those uh numbers all right let's uh shirley rhodes open it up again here on a friday one winner is not enough we need another we need to make somebody else happy on these holiday days this holiday season and we'll do it right now by opening up the pirate radio treasure chest 317-1250 call in If you are caller 12, you will be our second winner of the day, and we will open it up and give you a fantastic prize. 317-1250 is the number. We'll have our winner when we return after this.
0: Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back. It was another down day for the stock market today. The Dow was down 532 points at 35,635. NASDAQ only dropped 10 points at 15,169, and the S&P was down 48 at 4,620. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report for a personal look into investing Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock.
2: All back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We just opened up the treasure chest phone lines, and we have our winner. And today, it's a good day to be a regular. Steve Hill won in hour number two. And another familiar name has just won, Josh Thomas in hour number three I know josh has uh he chimes in he joins us on the show and uh he has won in the past josh have you ever won the treasure chest before
9: uh yeah clipper what's going on uh, what's up i've won uh, a couple of years now um funny story I won the, uh, the tiebreakers gift card probably close to the first of december last year oh yeah and uh funny story that i used it uh one Sunday, me and my buddy were out playing golf. I said, uh, hey, you want to go grab some beer at Tiebreakers? And uh, that day I met my fiancé at Tiebreakers.
2: That's right. I remember you, you told us that story. We are, we are changing lives here at Pirate Radio. I'm
9: telling you, it's crazy, isn't
2: it? What a great story. Create,
5: creating marriages.
2: That's right. <laughs> All right. I don't know if we can top that one this year, Josh, but how about this? Maybe you can win something and uh, – it could lead to a prize for your fiance, a gift something like that maybe i don't know all right shirley let's uh run it down we're getting low like little john
3: said mm-hmm. uh, With my apple i want to know what josh does.
2: was that little john get low who's get low
3: get low is flow rider
2: okay mm. i don't know what i'm thinking of uh what did you say i want to know what josh does oh sorry josh what do you do
9: uh, I actually run Saber's Edge Pressure Washing here in Greenville. All
2: right. There's a plug in. Josh, what is your favorite Christmas movie?
9: Um, well, got to be Christmas Vacay. We're, uh, we're actually going uh, here. we we'll meet up with uh, our group of tailgate friends and uh, go over to their house and watch it. And we're actually doing that tonight.
2: Awesome. Cool. That's cool. a great Christmas uh, tradition there. How about favorite Christmas song?
9: Song? Oh, um... I don't really
2: have a favorite. All right. You can abstain from that question.
9: <laughs> I plead the <to> fifth. <laughs>
2: Josh, you do a lot of like grilling, cooking, I see, on social media. Um uh, any uh any Christmas holiday treats, uh any food you're looking forward to this Christmas? Uh I like
9: uh am looking forward to uh I don't know, anything fried, but I like doing uh, a prime rib, a smoke prime rib. Mm.
5: I like it. What's on the menu for the tailgate for the military bowl?
9: I I think we're gonna get something delivered with the amount of people and the distance. Um, the logistics just aren't gonna add up with me being able to cook for that one. Um so we're we're gonna do a delivery of some sort. Um, not sure yet what that's gonna look like, but we're probably gonna have thirty, forty people at just our tailgate alone, so
2: awesome. I think uh what you should do it kind of depends on the the opponent like say you're playing smu you would have you know some horse tacos in this case you're playing boston college i think some eagle wings would be good i don't know if pita like how uh, legal that is but some nice crispy eagle wings mm, delicious <laughs> yeah
9: that sounds good <laughs> <laughs>
6: don't,
2: don't try that at home folks all right um yeah, Josh, let's tell you what's left, man. We got a $100 gift card from Emporium.
3: Ultimate Party Package from Sawyer's Fun Park.
2: $200 gift card to Factory Mattress.
3: $100 gift card to Halo.
2: $100 gift card to Bagel Man.
3: And a $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique.
2: All right, I got a good joke if he wins factory mattress, so we'll see if that happens.
3: He
5: might want Shimmer for the old fiance.
2: That would be great. Also, he has a daughter, which the Sawyer's Fun part would come in handy, so I think any of these uh, are good for you, Josh. What do you think?
9: I'm shooting for the uh, the Shimmer
2: one. Okay. All right. That has been a popular uh, choice. Shirley, open that thing up. All right. I pulled out the slip, and uh, I think this could be for you and your uh, fiance, maybe, or maybe just yourself. Josh, you won a $100 gift card from Emporium. Mm. Okay. You ever been there before?
9: Uh, Maybe once or twice.
2: They got a great TV set up, so go there during a bowl uh, where they're playing bowl games. You'll have a lot to watch, and they have a ton of options to choose from uh some great beers there so 100 hundred dollar gift card, the emporium is yours josh we will have ellerby get up with you and uh, let you know how you can redeem this prize
9: sounds good guys i appreciate it so much um, y'all have a merry christmas but i'll
2: see y'all before all right buddy all right, buddy. All right you thank too. you there's josh thomas uh our winner today 100 hundred dollar gift card from emporium the prize is won so far out of the chest it is emptying out quickly we got two winners monday two winners tuesday and one final winner coming up on wednesday mark hall won the uh, dominoes of greenville 12 large pizzas christina macemore won the pirate gift basket from ube susan deans won the takeout party for 10 from parker's barbecue josh thomas just won the 100 gift card from emporium hannah manning won the 100 gift card from chico's anthony whitehead got the lazy boy recliner from Bostic sug Furniture, Tiffany Deans won the one hundred dollar gift card to ENS Hemp Company. David Stahl won the one hundred dollar gift card to Fresh Vibes. Brad McAllister won the one hundred dollar gift card to Fleet Feet. Kevin Ainge uh, saw he received his prize because he tweeted us about it today. Uh, he received the one hundred forty dollar gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Jay Searles won the gift basket to Naughty Dog Brewing Company. Carrie Brown won the one hundred dollar gift card to Tiebreakers. Jim Dillon won $100 in gift cards to the Dap House, Christie's EuroPub, Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. Uh, Patrick Brown won the free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors. Jeff Dover won a $100 gift card to Purple Blossom Yoga Studio. Bob Morfitt won a $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. John Caton got the Bushlight Neon Sign, Bud Light Cooler, and Beach Chair, and two fifteen 15-packs of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. And Steve Hill, earlier today, won one hundred dollars straight cash homie courtesy of sparky snowballs so we still have five prizes left and we'll open up two of those coming up on monday let's take a timeout. come back we'll have more for you on pirate radio live here on a friday back with you after this
0: listening to hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Taking a quick look at some uh, games of note coming up tonight. NC State will take on the Spiders of Richmond coming up tonight at 6:30. Uh, in the NBA, the Hornets will be at the Trailblazers for a 10 o'clock tip off. And then coming up tomorrow, the Canes will host the LA Kings. And uh, that puck will drop at 7 o'clock. That's a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall. Enjoy some holiday cheer this month at the Buck. They're open seven days a week and is your place for live music every night. On Christmas Day, the Buck will be open with a special show featuring the Eli Craig Band. And make your plans now to ring in the New Year with Mikael Buck and Cooper Greer for their spectacular New Year's Eve extravaganza. Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. Follow the Buck on social media for the latest news and updates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock.
2: Yeah, I was really looking forward to this quadruple header of basketball in Charlotte. And uh, it has been a giant...
6: It's dead
2: to me. ...turd sandwich. Uh, oh, ECU, it's been that bad. ECU lost earlier today to Liberty, and right now Saint Bonaventure in the second half, seven eighteen left to go, is down by thirty four points.
3: Oh, who are they playing?
2: Virginia Tech. Ooh. Virginia Tech was a three point favorite, two and a half point favorite. Ouch! So uh, rough one for the Bonnies, rough one for the Pirates, rough one for me on this Friday uh but man what a great uh <laughs> what a what a great sports weekend it is a great sports weekend but there's a lot happening out there too where we're starting to see those postponements those cancellations again games moving
5: sports weekend is going to be stretching into the week
2: yeah that's right uh doubleheader monday night football and two games coming up on tuesday as well let's talk a uh, little football little little basketball and golf with Whoa. greenie Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Greeny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Clip, how are you doing? Doing great. We've talked uh, golf and football with in the past. It's a full day of basketball going on in Charlotte at the time of this recording. We're watching East Carolina. That game is over by now at the airtime. But St. Bonaventure uh, in action against Virginia Tech later tonight. It's NC State. Uh, Wake Forest playing Charlotte later on. NC State taking on Richmond. So we got a full day of hoops. Greeny, you are uh, you a basketball fan at all?
8: Uh, Not much of one, because every time that I, uh, over the years, have sat down to watch my Clemson Tigers, they always lose. And I'm (laughs) talking, like, not just, like, you know, losing to North Carolina or Duke, but they could literally be up, like, you know, five points with 30 seconds left in the game and somehow figure out a way to lose it while I'm watching, so I kind of gave up on it.
2: Understood. Understood. Maybe uh, maybe this is the year the Tigers make a run. Uh, Greeny, what, uh, what's going on in the golf world this time of year? We're getting close to the holidays. Of course, Tiger Woods in the news. Is that uh, the number one story right now in the golf world? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm
8: playing the Pro-Am yesterday, playing the Pro-Am again today, um, and getting ready to play uh, You know, in the PNC Challenge, which is the, the full tournament on Saturday and Sunday. So um not only are we watching tiger play we're actually watching him walk the golf course albeit the golf course that they're playing on there in orlando is like the flattest golf course you've ever seen but good to see him at least out hitting shots and uh and walking around now he does have a noticeable limp um but we're watching charlie too and and that might be the biggest story is watching his son charlie and the progression we got to see from him last year to this year and uh and the way he's hitting the golf ball. I mean, everything seems to be striped right down the middle off the tee and uh, making some putts here and there. So that's that's kind of the big story as well, is uh, which Woods is going to be uh, the bigger story come Sunday afternoon.
2: Interesting. Talking to Mark Greenheld, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, this will be our last chat of 2021 no uh live show next friday so we'll reconvene with you after the new year but as we wrap up 2021 and and go into 2022 how about i don't know you got any uh any bold predictions have you looked ahead to 2022 in golf and uh any any proclamations you'd like to make here in december of 2021 for for next season
8: yeah, well, um, both both Maddie, my co-host, and I, we really are very high on Victor Hobland, and I, I'm I want to see Victor Hobland win a, a, a major championship. Um, I think he's the guy that's that's poised to have a really big year of the guys that are up at the top. I mean, you know, we we've kind of had a John Rahm disappear on us a little bit, and 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 uh, obviously Bryson until we saw him a few weeks ago, had disappeared on us a little bit, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but. You know, I got to say, for me, Victor Hovland's one of those guys. I mean, going up against the, the likes of uh, and JT, and, and uh, Dustin Johnson's been out of sight, out of mind as well. So, you know, that's kind of the storyline for me is we're predicting Victor Hovland, but which of these other guys? I mean, which of the Dustin Johnsons or the Justin Thomases or the Brooks Kepka? which one of those guys is going to establish themselves early in 2022 and, and kind of say, man, that guy's going to have a big year? Is it Bryson now that maybe he's got some some new clubs and some new irons and, and he's getting those dialed in? Does does he uh, get a little more consistency to his game? So for me, there's a lot of storylines as well as you know, of course the Tiger thing. everybody's you know, Tiger hit a, hit one golf shot on video and his Masters odds dropped. I still don't know if we <laughs> see him at Augusta National. I mean, in the condition he's in right now, there's no way I think he plays. I think he has to improve big time with that right leg and the strength of that right leg to be able to to even just walk four rounds, let alone be competitive.
2: Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio on Saturday. Mark Greenhelge and company going to uh, be talking golf and probably some football as well. And i tell you what, Shirley, on that note... Let's get Greeny in to the 40 Bowls in 14 Days mix. It's something we do Greeny every year. We pick every single bowl game with our guests. Let's see what bowl game Greeny gets today. But first, let's hear that lovely intro song, Shirley.
1: 40 Bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 Bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 Bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days
6: Rock 40 40 bowls bowls. 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls 14 days 40 bowls, 14 days.
2: Ah, yeah, we are fired up for bowl season, which is underway already. And, uh, Greeny, we're going to go to December 28th. So this will be a Tuesday, the day after ECU plays in the Military Bowl. It will be the First Responders Bowl at Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, home of SMU, 315 on ESPN. You get Air Force versus Louisville Air Force 9-3 and three on the year, the Cardinals of Louisville 6-6. Six and six. So, uh, Greeny, who's going to win the First Responders Bowl this year?
8: Oh, man. Uh, Louisville favored by one and a half. Obviously, Louisville is going to have the advantage through the air. Air Force is probably going to have a huge advantage on the ground. Oh, I'm going to go Louisville in this one, but I think it's going to be fairly close. I think Louisville's going to have to go through the air to win this one in the fourth
6: quarter.
2: All right, Greeny's pick is in. He's got Louisville taking on Air Force. How about uh, the the Clemson bowl game, Greeny? uh, Camping World Stadium. This is two teams that were, what, top ten preseason, right? Uh, Clemson and Iowa State playing in a bowl game together. How do you feel about your Tigers matchup? Well,
8: I'm assuming the Iowa State was just because of the COVID year, the success they had last year, um, so one of those holdover things. Uh, Clemson, man, I was just reading their report. I mean, they're a little banged up on the offensive side of the ball right now. Two two of their uh, running backs are still uh, uh, a little banged up. Got some receivers that are banged up, and uh, DJ's still wearing the, uh, the big old brace on his knee, so I, man, I don't know. Clemson is actually an underdog in this game by one and a half points. Hmm. I think the Tigers, um, again, mediocre mediocre quarterback play out of the Tigers gets them a win all day long in this bowl game.
2: All right. I'm kind of with you there, especially with that line. All right, Greeny, what you got coming up on Saturday on the Golf Shop Radio Show?
8: So as you said, we'll check in with Bill Bender, talk about uh, bowl games and uh, maybe a little NFL football in there as well. Then we've got uh, New York Golfing Magazine's John Glozek. He did a story on the 14 top golf stories of 2021. So we'll check in with him on that. We'll also uh, check in with Rex Hoggard, who's going to be down at the uh, PNC Championship. So we'll get the buzz and maybe get a little insight as to uh, how the Woods team is going to fare. They were tense last year in a field of uh, like 20 teams. So we'll see if uh, Rex is predicting anything bigger and maybe find out who he's predicting to win this whole thing can JT and his dad repeat?
2: Greeny, good stuff, man. Enjoyed talking to you this year on Pirate Radio Live. We appreciate it, and I uh, look forward to doing it once again in 2022. Have a fantastic show on Saturday, a great holiday season, Greeny, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you in the new year.
8: All right, happy holidays to y'all as well. We'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, thank you, Mark. There's Mark Greenhills, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us today on pirate radio live let's take our final break we'll come back wrap it up on a friday and send you off into your weekend back with you after this
0: to Hour Three of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR9278. FM join the over 50,000 followers today now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip rock all
2: right you ready to wrap up a Friday edition of Pirate Radio live congratulations Steve Hill Josh Thomas our winners here on this Friday we'll open up the treasure chest coming up Monday we'll talk to whole nailers recap the sports weekend and continue to get you ready for the military bowl we'll see if we can uh, talk to John meter Perel and tyler calvaruso again our contacts up in
3: well done bc land
2: and uh yeah massachusetts so uh, we'll get the final word there uh, bc the power of bc you want to hear it yes please. bc
1: powder is a power the power of bc bc
2: i love that ending yeah it's a good stuff so, um this is great man don't you love because i love it we as fans we put a lot of heart soul sometimes money definitely time sweat tears there's blood there's a lot of sweat there's a ton ton of tears we put that into our uh our teams but you know sometimes we want a little thank you back thank you and and i love when teams do the fan appreciation so
5: oh they're probably going all out
2: the uh, Giants are doing a fan appreciation this uh, this upcoming Sunday. If you go to the game, uh, you show the email that they send you, the Giants send you, and you can redeem a free medium-sized fountain soft drink. <laughs> What? You know what? (laughs) Oh, we want to say thank you to our great fans for putting up for this crap organization for years and years. Medium soft drink on the house. (laughs) On the rocks. (laughs) On the house. I mean, I know we're billionaires. (laughs) I know. I know. We have money out the gazoo. And what we want to do with that money is give you free. One free, not not refills. Not large. No, no we can't go large. <laughs> but we're not going small. We're nope. going medium. <laughs> a medium soft drink. A man. small
3: would be insulting. Exactly. A large would be just a little bit excessive. Exactly. Medium I, is just right.
2: I think that it was to
5: season ticket holders, I believe. And man, <laughs> why did I not sign <laughs> up to be a season ticket holder for the Giants?
2: You always wonder what you're missing out. Why, why not just buy single game tickets? Because when you get season tickets, you get the perks like this. You're going to be sitting there either A, $4 out of a medium drink, or you're going to be thirsty because you can't afford a drink.
5: Here's a great uh, way to, you know, top that. Stay your ass at the house. At the house.
3: Dead. Yeah, because New York weather this time of year, I don't want a medium-sized drink. Fountain drink New, anyway. New
2: York Giants football any time of the year is not worth going to see. Right, Daniel Snyder but saw throw this. throw the weather Here's in there too. Here's another gift.
5: Here's another gift to Giants fans. You're going to be able to see Jake Fromm start at quarterback. <laughs> Way to go! With
2: your free medium sized drink. All we right. thank you so much for your support. Thank y'all for tuning in today. Had fun today and this week. We'll see you Monday three o'clock.
0: Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, C.J. Shaper. I'm Cliff Brock. So long, everybody.